What's up, everybody? Happy Friday. We are back. It's uh, We officially made it to the end of the week. I see we had a handful of people in here. We had Kevin Forge, DJ Local, saying, love that I can actually start happy hour on this at time. At the, I'm sorry, at the same time. Uh, Nick where, uh, Nick had a con No, who was it? Jimmy Jam. This is I, I think this just captures what's going on in NFL all day today. Hit a sick Latavius Mayor, uh, Murray Rare. So pumped to get back in line. Oof. Uh, good, good luck to everybody that's out there in those streets today uh we i'm very excited for today's show very excited we didn't have a happy hour last week uh and i forget why i think i was just like i'm done talking to people and i'm excited to bring it back uh i donned the sweatshirt uh to represent club top shot let's get our man hold on i'm actually going to change the background first so we don't get uh we don't get like whiplash from that coming on let's bring our man nbl on here what's going on <laughs> Thank you for having me on. I love the intro, by the way. That is that is some good stuff. That's uh, our, our man, Rock Andrew Roll. Yeah, first of all, cheers. 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 Thanks for joining. Thank you for having me on for happy hour. This is yeah. awesome. What are, what are we drinking over there? I have a Pilsner Urkel. Um, also, in, in my haste trying to get be on time for the show, I could not find an opener. So this is what I've opened the beer with. <laughs> it's a grill tool that has an opener at the end of it. No, that's good. That's good. I think that's exactly how you should open it. I think yeah. that's fine. <laughs> it's a nice um, day. It's 55 degrees. Break out the grill tools. Yeah, it's great. Out. It's it's like a, my mental health feels a lot better when it's nice out. Like I got a good walk in today. I wasn't like pissed off taking the dog out. This is all good, good energy, good energy for a Friday. Um, I'm excited to have you on, man. Uh, I feel like I guess the, I guess we did once on Tandy's stream. But uh, I, if I were you, I'd be taking more victory laps on the NFT All-Star game. I don't know if enough people realized, you know, you just you ran by me a couple of times. Uh, it, it was it was one play yeah i mean i had two highlights during the game one almost highlight the first <laughs> highlight was i made the first basket of the game and for everyone watching for you mike you can relate directly being doing any athletic activity being live live streamed to yeah. hundreds or dozens or, or eight to ten people 
is nerve wracking and mm -hmm. you don't want to put up a bagel. So the fact that I was able to get a put back layup as the first points of the game took a huge weight off my shoulders. From there, it was all fun. Yeah, that's all you needed to do was get on the stats early. You could like wave to the crowd. You did it. You got on. Yeah, it was. And it was nothing but W's from for you guys after that. I I'll never forget this. There was a I I for you. I think I tried to close out on you up at the top of the key, and you just I mean just ran by me. And if there's like one thing I bring to the table, it's quickness. And then to just get smoked like that, whew. I, I have a sneaky quickness. I'm a little stocky, you know. I put on yeah. some weight during COVID, but I've got a little foot speed out there uh, yeah. and took advantage of that you, you, you approached me as if I one couldn't move and two couldn't dribble. And, and I felt, let me just dribble right by you. Uh, you did. And you did. Got that. And I, I'm yet to find good footage of that. Do you, do you have good footage of that? Available? No, deleted dude. Deleted. I know what yeah, you were you thinking. Just taking you were... it off the whole internet. Yeah. You were hoping that I was going to have that clip cut up for you. Not yes. a chance, dude, not a chance. I would have <laughs> anything that I did. Maybe I would scour the internet to find, I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to get footage of me getting cooked. <laughs> I, I can only talk so much smack about the game. I mean, I, I had an incredible roster full of yeah. talent. I, I did feel like, you know, Derek Fisher out there was just like, you know, Shaq and Kobe Listen, and yeah. Still, still gets a ring. Still gets a ring. Yeah. Gets a, gets a ring. Yeah. Gets to wear it out. Gets to use it as a, as a card protector at poker games. Yeah. yeah. He does. Uh, I was going to say, I don't think you've chased down anybody's uh, significant other though. And the, the way that Derek Fisher did, right. Is that, was that the Derek Fisher yeah. story? Didn't chase down Matt Barnes. Or was it Matt Barnes that chased down Derek? I can't remember. Uh, I should. I know what you're talking about. Was was it definitely Fisher on the other side of that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was definitely. Was Fisher. it? All right. It was definitely Fisher. Um, either way, I probably shouldn't be speaking speaking out of school on Derek Fisher or Matt Barnes for that matter. Um, you know, my money's on them in a fight. You know. Um, but what are you? Uh, we're going to get into floating a little bit. What are you doing right now in the Top Shot streets? Like, are you? Like, where, what's your activity level right now? I know you're still in there because I'm still seeing tweets occasionally. So I know you're still oh, I grind. You're, yeah, I do you're every still class challenge. So unlike Alexo's account, I do not have every different moment. So I'm out there in the streets with the people grinding the flash challenges, trying to predict who's going to be in them. Mm -hmm. And I would summarize my activities as if it's a relatively low cost flash challenge where I need like, for example, this uh, kind of drove me nuts, but like, fine. The flash challenge two days ago, yesterday, I, can't, I think two days ago, the Josh where you needed some series one moments and some series two. Yeah, I have no series two CJ McCollum moment. I have like a hundred series one CJ McCollum <laughs> moments, and I'm like, I can't use any of these, so I had to go buy like an eight dollar series two one. So I did that <laughs> for the flash challenge. But gen generally, I'm chasing down the challenges where I can. Mm -hmm. If I'm too far away, I don't bother with it. And it's, I don't know if this is by design by Dapper or Top Shot, it's a nice way for people like myself who got in early, who have bigger stacks of certain moments to like take some cash off the table when they pump. So if if yeah. some of my debuts or series ones are in flash challenges that people want to do and they go up a little bit, I kind of have no choice but to sell a few of them. I mean, there are a lot of assets I don't want to sell. Sure. But sometimes, I mean, if something's up 60% for a 24-hour period, you, you have to sell it. And then what I generally do is um, try and reposition that into more series one top shot debuts that's kind of where 
most of my buying goes. Yeah. Uh, you know what's funny? I I wonder too, like how intentional that was, or if it just happened to be an effect of the challenge. Uh, for because you know, there was lots of people who have been either on Twitter, Reddit, wherever, being like, the problem with Tough Shot is the same five people have this like where right, right? And now the judge, not- the judge. He's big on yeah, that. dude. Shout out the judge, the as, judge, uh, the man of the people. Um, right, like, and so this this is almost having the effect of like getting people, you know, in that position to move off of them, feel okay moving off of it, right? Um, and it's like spreading it around a little bit. I I, I don't know how intentional it is, but I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, it, it works well. It kind of forces things to be spread out a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing some fun names in the chat here. Denver Dog is, is is my dog who I do beef with on Twitter, but we like like each other. I like him. I don't know if it's good beef. Me, yeah, yeah. We we, we we don't see 100% eye to eye, but we have good back and forth banter, and sometimes that's that's better than I, I don't want to hear everyone who just agrees with me. There's no point. In no, that. yeah, you can't. It's, it's you can't nice be in to that hear echo chamber. reasonable and respectful dissenting opinions. Hey, have you had like uh, a take that you felt pretty strong on early on that you've moved off of? Mm-hmm. Do you? Do you like have something in mind, or you? No, 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 no. I'm not going. No, 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 no. no. I, I just. Yes, was, I, I do. I do. I was thinking about this, like I, I, that just came up right now. I was like curious if there was something that you've been like. I don't know. I feel because you've been a Top Shot debut maxi, which has kind of led me to be a Top Shot debut maxi. So thank you for your guidance. Um, but like, I, I was curious. Held up very well in in the market struggle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, and I know there was a lot of concern too when the Series 1 packs were going to come out, right? Like a lot of that supply was going to get moved around. And we saw it come down the first time, right? But then after that first drop, it's kind of stabilized, which has been nice. Uh, and a shout out Top Shot for including Top Shot debuts into challenges right around those pack drops. That's yes. I've always appreciated that. Um, no, I know. I probably should have prepped you with that. But I was just kind of like, I didn't no, know if, you've, fine. It's a good if you've like planted a flag and then have since picked it up anywhere. Uh, yeah, I have an answer. Um my biggest flag planting is with something that I'm still stay, staying with, which is that the incentives historically have been don't buy from the marketplace, only buy from packs. And what yeah. that results in is me saying the pack shouldn't be so plus EV because that pushes people respond to financial incentives. That's it. Right. It pushes people to buying packs, which means they have to sell moments to fund new pack purchases mm-hmm. and it brings in the wrong kind of people and all that kind of good stuff. I still maintain that. I think people look at that at more surface value than it should be where they just say, Oh, plus EV packs are good because we want to make money. And I'm saying you're not actually making money. You might get a momentary win turning a little bit of money to a little bit more money, but everything that's in your bank account or your top shot account is getting smashed because of this small win you just had. Yeah. So that I will die on that hill. The hill that I was willing to get seriously injured on, not quite die <laughs> before, um, that I've stepped back from is that Dapper's supply is out of whack. So for a while, I kind of took the position Dapper supply isn't out of whack. This is the product they're doing. They want to provide lower entry levels for people. Yeah. Um, and I do think at this point that the cadence of supply and that combined with the fact that everyone feels the need to participate in every drop is very, very damaging to the community. And it takes a lot of liquidity out of the same user base. And so mm-hmm. we almost have a contract with Dapper where it's sure produce as many moments as you want, but in exchange for that, you need to bring us new users and utility or something that helps us continue to participate. And that balance seems to be off right now where the supply keeps coming, but the marketing or the new users doesn't really come to offset that. And so what that naturally means is 
It's effectively a zero-sum game where more and more of it is just going back into Dapper's pockets, which means of the remaining moments, which are getting diluted, there's a smaller and smaller pie of dollars to go around to them. Uh, and, and so naturally that leads to market falling. Right. Um, so I would say, yeah, I, I no longer think that the supply is appropriate given where we are as a platform. And yeah. I, I hope Dapper will adjust accordingly. Yeah, I think I think that's kind of where I've landed too. Where I initially I was like they they want to make sure they're not in the same situation that they were in like when a lot of us got on in like February where I always use the example like Robin Lopez is going for like $38. Like I, that's probably not a good situation to be in. Um and so it always made sense, but like the conversation was it makes sense for when all of these people join. And we've yet to have all these people join and then we get conversations from some dapper employees that are like, oh yeah, we're actually not worried about that right now. We're worried about that later. And if that is true, uh, which who knows if it's true, because it's not like official communications. It's just coming from official people, right? Like it's not, uh, which again is a whole nother rabbit hole we could get down. But uh, like, if that's true, then you got to like slow the moments down. You got to slow the moments down if that's true. Right. Um, but that's my biggest thing. I just like want, I just want better communication like that I, th I feel like that would solve a lot of the it might not make everyone happy but it at least makes everyone understanding and that goes a long way it's similar to russell westbrook right if russell westbrook would just kind of like take an l in his communications about how he's playing basketball right now instead of saying please don't call me westbrook i think like people would cut him some slack and then similarly i think I, I would just like to i don't know maybe we'll get it in the spaces next weekend you know yeah i i, I hope so I've, i i literally have a twitter post from i think it's April of 2021, maybe mm -hmm. like even March. I can't remember if it was before or after the plus EV thread yeah. where I said, I was like, Dapper, I really recommend you guys put out a fairly detailed, frequently asked questions of like these 15 questions because mm -hmm. I see it every day. People come onto Twitter and they ask, this is no longer such a question, but why does Roham have an account? Yeah. Um, you know, what's going to happen with the remaining series one supply? And it's like, you guys have limited resources. The, your limited resources should be directed towards like platform improvements. And instead you have people answering the same questions over and over again. Oh, you no. have new users coming in to a, an imposing situation where they have no idea what's going on. Like right. imagine entering the space right now and it's like, okay, I want to buy a Carl Anthony Towns moment and you buy it. And the next day it's down 75% because it happened to be in a flash challenge when you right. bought it as a new yeah. user. Like, and you only have that communication if you are in the Discord or if you're in another Discord right. that has it, right? There, it's not like that's anywhere else. To be so, something like when you join a new Discord, it says like, okay, like I'm agreeing to like these four things, check a box or react or whatever. Something mm -hmm. like we highly recommend you read this like one page document before you engage with the marketplace. And it yeah. says like there are flash challenges which may have temporary change, temporary impacts on the marketplace and things like that. And I went out, I was, I was talking to Jacob about it. Um, and, you know, I, I, I think it's just a matter of like a lot going on, a mm -hmm. lot of different variables for a relatively young company, not really anymore. You know, the, the, they, the, the, this, I guess the accountability thing is, is weak. They've had time now to recover. Like I get yeah. it in like March, May, even July, like fine, new company just exploded user base. Now, like I'm surprised it remains an issue. Yeah, I just I don't know. I mean, both from like the onboarding side and just the communication side. And I like I, I keep saying it's bad for like content. <laughs> it's bad for content, but stop going on shows. 
Like it's not, don't go, don't come on team hold anymore. Like don't, don't like give us a little, little breadcrumb of what might be coming only to learn like, Oh, actually that's not coming. Cause it just, it just makes it harder for yourselves. You know, it makes it harder. If that's an area that you're struggling with, like just stop tweeting stuff out, stop making it. Don't let us read the tea leaves, make there be no tea leaves, you know? Um, yeah, exactly. And it, it, like, I'm someone who's like very involved. I spend a lot of my time trying to follow what's going on in the top shot world. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm like, I don't know what is going on. Like, when is there going to be a challenge? Like, what does this challenge mean? I'm like reliant on like the smart people around to like answer questions. I'm like, what's going on? Like I ask the wolf pack. I go ask like John boy who I see is in here. Yeah. John Um, boy's in here. John had a good question too. Hold on. Let me pull that up. Um, He was asking, are you also a TSD maxi for the, for the rookies in the new series? So I, I would say I am a a unique and known supply maxi. So things you can't know the supply of. Like, for, as, as an example, I really like the Iverson, Shaq, and Wade run it backs mm-hmm. because those are top shot debuts. Even though LeBron is a better player and it's his first Cavs jersey, I try and think everyone on the platform today knows that but mm-hmm. 7 years down the line when there are a bunch of other LeBron James Cavs jerseys some of which might be legendary some of which might have 40 edition sizes like people won't know this was the first one and there's like nothing distinguishing about this one so like even though it's cool now that coolness right. can be diluted top shot right. debut coolness can't be diluted because we know exactly how many they're going to be no matter what happens from this point forward um, kind of pure rookies, which is like mints from a rookie's rookie year. Yeah. Not like the Giannis run it back thing, for example. Um, we know the supply of that after the season's over. Like today, we don't know the ultimate supply of like Scotty Barnes. I kind of they put out some information about it. Right, so, right. So I like those and I like things like, as an example, the Vince Carter All-Star Game dunk, which I know is a super premium asset. I don't know. I don't own any of them, but something that like every NBA fan would recognize. Um, that's a kind of unique asset, but like, a random dunk from LeBron's Cavs career is cool. Like, I like it. I'm a LeBron fan, but like, you can bet your ass that there's going to be a better LeBron Cavs moment at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm with you on is, that. What does that mean? Yeah. Right. Right. I'm with you on that one too. Cause I do think it, I, it there's way more of a guessing game involved on mm-hmm. those. Whereas someone like a, a John Morant or, but like for series two, though, are you messing with like, um, or series three, for example, like Cade Cunningham or Evan Mobley? Are you interested in those debuts or is it less? less enticing um a little bit i mean from the very beginning of my like top shot career i've ch- i mean it turned it obviously evolved from this but i kind of want it to be like generally pretty solid bets like i have a lot of like curry Giannis, lebron yeah um like stars with very low risk and then in series one for example i have some morant zion rj i would say but some, I, did you say a- some morants what did you say? Did you say some Morants? Some Morant, yeah. I, I, like a, a few? <laughs> a couple. A couple. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I had to leave some for everyone else. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. The judge thanks you. Yeah, uh, yeah. No problem, judge. Uh, we hope to see you at the NFT All-Star Game next year so you can berate me in person. <laughs> I know. That would have been so good. That would have been um, so good. But yeah, so... so Generally, I would say that's kind of how I approach my like normal life. Also, I want like a stable portion of like a nest egg, and then it's like yeah. I can mess around around the peripheries with rookies and things. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I I would mess around with that, but I also then try and think of like, you know, you look at like I think Garland is uh, I think Garland mm-hmm. was a rookie in series one. I think right? yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. So you like look at that and like his moments do like okay, 
like a few years later when they're not the current rookies, it's right. like not as exciting unless they turned into like John ja Morant. So it's right. a pretty big bet to place on these guys. And um, you know, the question is kind of assuming the bet pays off and like you're an MVP contender two years later, like what's the payoff there? It's like, I don't know. It's, it's fun. It's interesting. They're at the current hot players, but like, I, I kind of like the solid bets a little bit. More. Yeah. I feel like you can make more money off them within the series. Like, uh, where a Mobley, like I, I like comparing the series three rookies to the series two rookies. So if you say, if you think Evan Mobley has a ceiling of LaMelo ball, then there you go. You know that like when the market's down, LaMelo's probably $600 when the market's up, LaMelo's like a thousand, eleven hundred $1,100. Right. So do you think Mobley's going to be better than that? Then, like, sure, it's a good investment at $300. If you don't, look at the other Series 2 rookies who aren't LaMelo or, or even Anthony Edwards, who's, like, sub 400 right now, and I think he gets as high as, like, eight or $900. Um, so I like using that co that comparison because you're right. When you're in season, it's just like, oh, my God, rookie badges, new shiny things. But the second they become second-year players, people aren't as excited for, for rookies anymore. Right, they're, they're the excited for the new stars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I think I think that's right. And then like, obviously, there's the there's like the basketball fan side of it, where it's like, I have a bunch of stuff that's just like fun to own, but I don't think it's it's what I would do with constrained resources trying to maximize from a financial return standpoint, it's like two different conversations. So from the yeah. financial return standpoint, like, I don't mess around so much with the rookies, but like, I went and got like an Anthony Edwards, like MGL leaks, I thought it was a cool play. I don't have the Anthony Edwards, well, I think it's rising stars, like the, 20, is, the it, um, is it the rising stars where it's like a real, the, the, dunk of the year last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, the dunk on the Raptors guy where you just Yeah, yeah, the, you Utah, Utah. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, but basically everything that John Boy buys like I I, I just we, we trail him. Yeah, Honestly, we, we align on like what's cool. Like what just standout plays and known supply things. If you look at my purchases this week, they were like 3 hours behind John Boy. I think <laughs> everything. So he like scooped up a Luca touch by chance. Or are, you, are you watching his wallet? No, no. Well, I, we had been talking to, they were like also things that I was looking at, but he was, he was an hour before. And then he went and did some like big boy stuff with like a LeBron debut and then the Kobe dunk as well. So I, I, I can't go full John boy, but I'm a half, I'm a half John. I'm yeah, John. John boy must've had a lot of subscribers recently. Cause I, I noticed the, uh, some of the expenditures yeah. were, were really, well, yeah. Show me the data people. You guys should check your uh, bank statements next month. Cause I'm pretty sure yeah. it's like 99.99 now in order yeah. to, to sign what, up for what, show me the what, did I, what did I sign for here? Did I agree? <laughs> yeah, yeah. To just... He's going full Netflix on us. We're just yeah. going to see a screen appear and we're agreeing to it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, have you been, have you been messing around with the challenge? I know you said you've been doing like the flash challenges, but with the, one of the things that stood out to me today was the, like, with the blended packs, right? So now the hollow challenges are like a little bit different because when you were spending $999 for a hollow pack, I feel like the floor kind of stay also sorry, John boy saying there's a big giveaway incoming this month. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like when, when you're buying a $999 legendary moment, I feel, or pack, I feel like the moments, the floor on those moments stay a little bit higher than when you're getting it from a $49 or $19 pack. And now I feel like it's messing with the challenge ecosystem a little bit where the like the luke canard i think you can pick up for like i saw one go for like 590 or something earlier today um so i'm curious like if that is i mean i don't know how active you are in like hollow challenges for these series or anything like that but I, i'm curious how that's affecting the marketplace a little bit and also like what does that mean if they switch back from blended packs right like if we go back to the normal priority and general cues i don't like i just i don't know what happens to the floor on those things so, so this, as all roads do, leads back to 
the plus EV conversation, mm. where, as we see over and over and over again, people are very happy to sell for basically anything above what they paid for something. Right. And so if you pull a legendary asset out of a $49 pack, sure, even though legendaries historically have gone like no, for, no, no, nothing below like 900 probably. Right. Now it's like, eh, I don't care. I'll sell for 700 bucks. No problem. I just paid $19 for it. And it's the same. That's just an ex exaggerated version of the plus EV. If you sell mm -hmm. things for that are worth $100 for $40, people will sell them until the, the market value is $40. So what do you think that does to the marketplace? Little plus EV rant. Um, there you go. <laughs> but, uh, always, always. Um, so in terms of the hollow challenges, I haven't been doing the hollow challenges. In general, I would say I'm trying not to like put more capital into into like this world. I just like, it's, it's a significant portion of my net worth already, all yeah. this stuff, obviously. And so when I'm buying stuff, it's generally because I sold something on the back of like a flash challenge or something else. Um, and when I do that, like I'm trying to just buy like long-term assets, like just more top shot debuts, like mm -hmm. stuff that I actually believe in and trying less to just kind of challenge chase and uh, like the, these uh, kind of hollow challenges because like, I don't know, do I really want, I, I, I can't say like I honestly care about like a series three hollow reward. Well and, um, and that's uh, someone brought that up in our, our actually i'll shut him out real rad dad he brought it up in our discord we're like yeah the the new luca hollow is very exciting until the next new luca hollow comes out you yeah know? So, so that's why i weighted my early like aggressive buys very much toward cosmics because they said there are going to be no more cosmics mm -hmm. and my view is always each subsequent hollow makes existing hollows a little bit less special there's just like yeah. more of them especially for younger players where they're gonna have a bunch of them and then I always played out the scenario where you're like in 2031 and you're like, cool, you know, my account's cool. I have a Luca Hollow. And it's like, oh, a 2022? No. Oh, a 2024? Uh, no. A 2026? Right. No. It's oh, it's a 2027 Hollow, actually. Um, and I'm like, okay, cool. Instead of just being like, I have a Luca Cosmic, it's like, you have fine. the Cosmic. Yeah. So, so that's, that's why I lean toward Cosmic. I do think that makes an impact. And that just speaks to the overall supply thing where like new assets, new shiny things do take away from existing assets unless the existing assets like can't be diluted or can't be affected, which is why like I go to John Boy and the UPath are like top shot debuts mm -hmm. and like stuff that is unique and interesting because otherwise it gets kind of forgotten. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree with you. I mean, like, unless it's a, the rookie hollows are kind of interesting to me. If it's like, oh, it's from their rookie year. I think that's cool. Um, or if it's going to be their only one, but like we, uh, the, the other two guys, Greg and Dustin from team hold, we, I think we all landed hollow packs. This was last series and we put it together and then made some moves and completed the Luca hollow challenge. And it's a reward. It's out of 53. We're like, holy shit, that's amazing. And then, and it, well, like, I'm still happy to have it. I think it's great that we own that moment. But it, there was a realization in series three when Luca Hollow, when Luca's new Hollow came out. And I was like, oh, we're just going to do this every year. And same thing with like John Morant, who that Hollow, that block of him, like just rising like a, like a Phoenix was incredible. But like, We've also seen him do 92 other amazing moments this season alone. So we're just going to keep getting hammered with these. And again, that's not to say that they're not good. I still think they're like great moments, but it's just, and it's always why I lean back towards, I mean, I'm not leaning back towards Cosmics because that might be out of my price range at this point in time, but towards those days. Maybe not for that much longer. We'll see. How yeah, how that's go. true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't been paying attention to Cosmics because it's out of my price range. Has it been a steady, a steady decline lately? Yeah. Yeah. 
Although it's it's always tough because it's like people you know, sellers have just been like holding at very high levels. There haven't been buyers, but like it's the whole single sided market thing. There's no bid side of it, so it's hard to know what it was worth. Like when everyone's listings were a hundred thousand bucks, but no one is buying. Yeah, what's it worth? I think, and this is going to be this is like I hope Overzet's watching this right now because this is this is going to be a professional hosting transition. What's like some utility you could use like with a, if you had say a legendary uh, hollow or a cosmic and you're like, wow, I wish I could do more with my moments. Like what's something that we could do? Oh, well, funny you ask. <laughs> <clears throat> Let me just <laughs> adjust my hair. Oh no, wrong way, wrong way. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> so are we going right into it? Do yeah, let's anything? do it. Let's do it. Okay, we can go into it. We might do a little screen share. So yeah, bring it up. Um, for the audience's benefit, I'm working under the assumption that you've done proper diligence in the lead up to our conversation and spent you know your 12 to 20 hours on Floaty, reading all mm -hmm. our materials, all our medium and everything. So everything- Yeah, I could definitely do this, but I'll let you do it instead. <laughs> everything I'm saying now is for the chat. It's not for you. Right, right, right. So apologies, you, you know all this already. Um, so- Hello, chat. Um, introducing Floaty. Very excited. Essentially, what Floaty allows you to do is if you are an owner of flow-based NFTs and you want to use that as collateral to take out a loan, you can do that on Floaty. And so we think there are a lot of different situations where someone might want to do that. So first of all, there are, you know, even though a lot of who are US-based, there are a lot of places in the world where it's not that easy to go get other sources of capital. So if you own assets and you generally don't have the ability to borrow against them, whether it's your house, your car, just getting a credit card, going into a bank and saying, I want to take out a personal loan, that's not that easy to do in a lot of places in the world. And so if you own Top shop moments and they hold a monetary value and you don't want to sell them, but you need to access capital in some way, the same way we all do when we borrow on, you know, when we use credit cards, when we borrow against stocks or anything like that, um, Floaty lets you do that. And so essentially the, the way it works is there are two cohorts of people. We have borrowers, you own an NFT, you want to access liquidity without selling that NFT. Lenders are basically people with cash, with money to deploy, who can then fill that loan and make a loan to another person saying, if you don't pay me back, I'm going to collect your collateral. So from the borrower side, it allows you to unlock a little flexibility, a little liquidity, um, where you can do anything you want. You can make further investments. You can access liquidity on something that's appreciated a lot without triggering taxes, not financial advice, consult your tax advisor. Um, <laughs> you can try and time the market a little better. Like right now, if you're a cosmic holder, you might feel like, damn, I feel like this market's going to change over the next six to 12 months as we get new entrants and cosmics are a scarce asset, but right now they're pretty depressed. So mm -hmm. I don't want to sell my asset, but I do need liquidity. So you can then go get short-term liquidity until the market right sizes to your expectations. And then on the lender side, all you do is you go evaluate a situation where you say, okay, am I comfortable making a loan against this collateral that will you know, that allows this moment value to fall by, let's call it 30%, 40%, 50% without hurting me to get a financial return. So it's it's something where you're looking at a pretty basic trade-off. If anyone's been watching our Twitter account, we've been trying to put it in pretty simple terms where basically you put up, let's call it $1,500 and you either get back $1,700 or an underlying NFT that we hope if you've assessed properly is worth 
more than seventeen hundred dollars. And if the market doesn't I really have liked the Twitter campaign that you guys have been doing uh, where I think it's been educating people a little bit because in my it's definitely opened my brain to it a little bit more where I was just like, OK, I can only do it with this. Like I basically like Luca Hollow. I was like, oh, that's the only moment that I could probably make a move with. Um, but it's not. I feel like there's other ways that you can utilize that. So I think the way that you've been explaining it on Twitter, just like an easier to uh, easier to digest. Right. Um, what's been the response so far? Have you been getting um, some positive feedback from users? Yeah, so, so we definitely have. I think that it's something that seems complex when, when you first like hear about it. It's like, you know, what do I do? What do we do? And once you use it once, you're like, oh, this is easy. This makes a lot of sense. So first, there's a few questions in here. The easiest way to think of this is a peer-to-peer -peer pawn shop. It's like taking your watch to a pawn shop and saying, I want to borrow $40 against this. Um, or really, I mean, it, it, we've all watched Pawn Stars. The way it works is they'll say, I'll loan you. Actually, Pawn Stars, they kind of buy the assets. I don't know what the yeah. hell happens in Pawn Stars. But in a normal <laughs> pawn shop, you go, you take an object, they assess or appraise the value of the underlying object and give you an offer that's generally a percentage of that market value. And you can accept or reject that. In our case, it's peer to peer. So the borrower sets terms mm -hmm. and then lenders can opt in or not opt in for that so uh and and then obviously in our discord we've we encourage people to talk about terms so they can try and find equal footing and yeah. a future feature which hopefully isn't that far away is lenders can make offers so someone might be asking for a loan of one thousand dollars and offering a ten percent rate and a lender might say i'll do an eight hundred dollar loan if you want at a ten percent rate and then a borrower can accept or reject and we have oh, a lot of that back and forth going on in the discord right now I like that. Oh, and I know I've seen Top Shot. I've seen Ballers, I think, is is in those streets and sneakers now. Is there um, is because the, I saw a question here like NFL all day in UFC champions, which is like the legendary of UFC. Is that something? Yeah. So to, to get into the piping a little bit, or the plumbing a little bit, we um, people connect Blockto wallets to Floaty, mm -hmm. not Dapper wallets. Gotcha. Dapper wallet, you need kind of approval from their team to use. And it's very, very limited right now. It's basically supports NFL uh, all day, ballers, um, top shots. And I don't know, I think hoodlums are through it. I don't know what else is through Dapper, but not many platforms right now. And <laughs> I think this is it. <laughs> <a, laughs> John, just so, for John the audio. Boy. John, John Boy's getting so much love on this show. We, we got we to... Step off the John boy for like one or two. We should I might just here. mute him. I might mute and, him. And and so if everyone remembers, I think in October, um, maybe people weren't here, maybe people aren't aware, but Dapper uh and the NBA together said now legendary moments on Top Shot are non-custodial, meaning you can withdraw them from your Top Shot account to your Blockto wallet. Uh and Basically, what that means is it's no longer held in your Dapper wallet. It's instead held in Blockto wallet. And the way that appears on Top Shot is it just shows external wallet instead of like MBL267 or Zakarian or whatever mm -hmm. username it is. And so that process then allows users to do whatever they want with the underlying moment. They can go to a third-party marketplace like Blockto Bay or like anything Gaia's marketplace and yeah. sell the Top Shot moment through the marketplace. They can go to Floaty and interact with Floaty. So Top shot legendary moments um, are withdrawable or non-custodial. Ballers are, and a number of other collections are, but that's what we support so far. But in answer to the questions here, UFC Strike and NFL All Day are not non-custodial. They remain okay. custodial right now, along with non-legendary top shot moments. Right. And so that's something we hope changes in the in the very near future, because obviously we want to support 
all these different tiers of assets. Um, but like we always like to remind people, to be a lender, you don't need anything. You just need the amount of capital that you're actually lending out. Got you. Uh, Stadhoven brought up a question too. He said, what's the recourse if a lender rugs and keeps my hollow despite my loan being in good standing? Great question. Um, should I share the screen and kind of walk through the process? Yeah, you wanna, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Share the screen. All right. Let's do a screen share. Hold on, please. Yeah, pack trip. Yeah. Pack trip saying free the rare moments. I, yeah, I agree. Same I agree. Trip. Soon we got to work on communications before we can get rares on a third party. I think. All right, we are doing a tab. I'm going to share audio, even though we don't have audio on this site. Maybe but just should, just to yet. show that you're a pro at sharing screen. Yes. <laughs> okay. Here is Floaty. Welcome. This wow. is our landing page. Very pretty. Nice color scheme some links to some articles here, which should hopefully help people out. A little how it works overview. Recently listed loans. Um, I'll get back to this. This is recently funded loans. And where most of the magic happens is the marketplace here. So I'll first talk from the lender perspective. If you are a lender, you come to the marketplace here and you can browse our listings. So these are all currently active listings. Um, and so let's say you went to this bowl bowl one and you'll note that we have ballers and sneakers images, but we do not have top shot images. And that is a complex thing with NBA and Dapper. That is it J Jacob's fault? We're working on it. It's Jacob's fault and <laughs> L Dumbo's fault and John Boy's fault. Yeah. Um, so then you select this listing from the marketplace and here is what you're presented with. If you are a lender, the proposition is you put in $527.50 mm -hmm. and the borrower has 150 days to repay you $550 in one transaction. There's no milestone payments. There's no partial transactions. They owe you $550. If 150 days passes and they have not paid you, you get the underlying NFT. And okay. the way it functionally works is you click fund as soon as you fund, this $527.50 is pulled from your wallet. It's sent to the borrower net of a royalty and our fee, which we can talk about, but it's probably not worth the detail. Mm -hmm. And then the borrower receives capital. The NFT, to address one of the questions in the chat, the NFT is then pulled from the borrower's wallet and stored in a smart contract. So neither the borrower nor the lender nor Floaty itself has the NFT. It is in a smart contract. And okay. the only way for that NFT to leave the smart contract is either the borrower repays in full and then the NFT is automatically transferred back to the borrower or 150 days um, happens or I guess 100, the 150 day duration finishes and the borrower has not repaid, in which case the NFT is automatically transferred to the lender. And there's no approval from us needed. The borrower doesn't have to say like, I give up, I'm not repaying. It happens automatically. There's So from the the lender side the risk is that the underlying nft falls during right. the term of the loan and if that happens in all likelihood or if the borrower is acting financially rationally they won't pay you back and instead they'll say i'm keeping the cash from the, the loan here is the nft and you might be stuck with an nft that in this case is worth lower than 527 dollars 50 so that's okay. where you lose but aside from that we basically say to people a lot of people ask 
Is there like a credit score or something? And we say, forget about who's on the other side. Look at the collateral. If you're comfortable owning the collateral at this level, knowing mm -hmm. that you it might happen in 150 days, uh, then you create the situation where either you get the NFT at a price that's hopefully below the market value, or you get an interest return on your uh, on your on your capital. Mm -hmm. And so, so that's kind of the, the lender side of it. And okay. here, I'll connect my wallet in here. Does that does that make sense? As yeah. Someone that I, I know very seasoned on the platform, but just speaking on behalf. No, of no, no. That, I do think that makes sense. And I think you answered a question uh, as it came up. And this was going to be my question, too. So like if the bull bull drops in value, yeah. then they just not pay back. And, it, and that's what you said. I, like, I'd that's, say that's the expected outcome. Just, that's the risk you're taking. And so your question is, is the compensation. So in this case, a 10.38% APR. Is yeah. that worth the risk that this bull bull lace them up? from series one falls below this level in value. And, and that's the calculation you're doing as a lender. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I, and I see, I see what Jonathan's saying too. Like, he's like, I don't think we need to be taking a loan out for NFTs. If you can't buy uh, pay cash, don't buy it. I think that, like, to me, what's I like about this is this is <clears throat> you, a lot of us uh, are owning some stuff that it's like hard to access those funds right away. Or maybe you need to access it short term, but you don't want to like completely eliminate the asset that you've, acquired i i get the idea of being like oh i just need this for this short period of time and then like i like the flexibility that it's giving me with with the the moments that have accrued that i, I don't necessarily want to punt off you know so i do i i'm into it yeah and there's, there's also like a lot of different use of the proceeds so so first what i'd say is like almost everyone when they buy a house needs to borrow money in order to buy that house right. a, a lot of people when they buy cars a lease is basically a form of, of financing there's lots of stuff that people do to borrow against their existing assets and what they do with that cash that they're saving by not putting it into the house or the car or whatever else is like up to them if they want to borrow against their existing nfts to buy more some might say that's risky some might say it's a good idea i mean mm -hmm. who knows that's that's people's decision but there's also other reasons why my, one might do it. We have a whole beautiful medium page, which I, I will share because yeah. I spend way too much time putting this together. Use cases for borrowers. This is why you might want to borrow against your NFTs. Market illiquidity, we kind of talked about that cosmic prices not be, might not be where you think they should be, but you mm -hmm. want to monetize your asset because who knows, you want to buy a car because you have rent payment to pay and you just don't want to sell your asset because you think it's too low right now. Um, Expectation of future price increase. This is a big NFT thing. A lot of us are in smaller NFT communities where we know because the artist has told us, the creator has told us because Roham's AMA is coming up where right. it seems like there's a catalyst that might push up values a month down the line, two months down the line, but you need money today. Um, so instead, you can go take out a 20-day loan and, and probably repay it when this catalyst happens. Um, then there's a community side of things sentimental value side of things. I have an asset that's a one of one. It's a special serial number or something. It's my most valuable asset. I can sell it, but then I'll never get back my, you know, the thing that has sentimental value to me. Right. Hedging your portfolios is, these are more advanced concepts down here. Hedging your portfolio is basically, if you're in like my position and you're, you have a large account and like, let's say you're nervous that Top Shot's going to fall down a lot. You can take out loans. And if Top Shot goes down 90%, just don't repay the loan. So you're locking in a monetary value for your assets um, by taking out a loan. Deferring capital gains. This is a big thing in finance world. You own something. It's worth more now. You don't want to sell it because it triggers a ton of capital gains, but you won't need to monetize it in some way. You need cash. 
to live mm -hmm. your everyday life. So just take out loan on it. And then this is kind of a, a nifty little one. Let's say you have six of seven of a challenge component and you know it, it costs $43 to get the seventh challenge component. You know the reward's gonna be worth $300. You don't have the money to do it. You take something that's completely unrelated from your account to take out a loan of over seven days. You pay like $6 of interest to do it. And then you complete the challenge, sell the challenge reward or sell something else, repay, easy. That's that one is what stood out to me this week when uh because I saw again, I think it was the floaty Twitter account that or maybe it was you. Uh one of you guys tweeted that out. The same, it's uh, just a different name. Yeah. <laughs> uh and that 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 was really intriguing to me. Oh, wait, hold on. Ryan, Ryan B with a great question. He says, Can I floaty 500 trade tickets? Not yet. Not yet. As soon as things are non-custodial. <laughs> I like the idea of trade tickets. Yeah. Um this is really cool, man. Uh, and I, I'm just like pumped for you. I know you've been working on this for a while. So to see it live and now to see like the different ways you can interact with the platform is pretty, pretty exciting. I, I So what I think is fun about it, obviously, I'm, I'm biased toward it. But I just know there's a ton of analytical people in the community. And instead of it just being, is this pack plus EV? Am I right. betting on whether or not Dapper will market soon? Instead, you can do it a true mathematical analysis here what's the likelihood that this bowl bowl will fall below a value this value uh, in, uh, over the next 150 days is that worth the return i'm getting yeah and, and just do that for lots of things it's just something else to do that's kind of interesting using your knowledge of the top shot market and we're working on providing more data for people but for, for now when someone's like wait what's going on with this bowl bowl you can click view asset down here actually and this will Bring you to the top shot version yeah and you can see it's kind of fun owned by an external owner which is the blockto account um and obviously you, you have all the data available to you that top shot offers you can see different sales history and yeah then you make an assessment is this a good idea is this not a good idea and like yeah i think it's a yeah. reasonable uh way for people to spread out their risk in a different kind of way. Like if, if this, let's say it's, it's worth, I don't know, I'm not taking a view on it. Let's say it's worth a thousand dollars today and mm -hmm. it falls 40% um, during the 150 days, you either get this, which is worth then $600 or you get paid back with interest. And so right. that's kind of, and, and so in versus owning the underlying asset, in which case you would have just lost 40%. So it's a different risk reward where you get debt-like returns with less risk. Right. I, I, again, like I think even big picture, what's exciting about stuff like this is the the platform itself, like the the space itself, the more it gets uh, bolted up from different platforms and different projects like this, the better, right? The more uses that we get out of the things that we own, I think the better. It just like normalizes the whole thing a little bit more. Um, so I'm really into it. I also think like MBL, I, I don't know if you know this, man, but we've, we've showed this bull bull moment so many uh, times that I do think we have to give you, we have to hit you with a bull bull drop. So here you go. Bull bull. <laughs> bull bull. His first name is bull and his last name is bull. Look at your legs. Oh my God. I bet his legs are taller than my whole body. I'm leaving you for bull bull. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That is that's fantastic. That was great. That's uh Greg and Greg's uh wife Aubrey, who uh they we all went to summer league and she got to see Bol Bol in person and lost her shit. So it was fantastic. Um, so I, I want to make sure questions yeah, in, go in ahead. that I think are, are worth um addressing. Um Dick Chuck. 
Yep, Dick Dick Chucky. There he is. Great name. That is a fantastic question, and I'm glad you asked because the answer is yes, and that's a strangely accurate question. So I'm not going to show on the borrower side. So if you're a borrower, you basically come to the marketplace, you click new listing up here, and then you're presented with your inventory of, of assets in your block dough. So we can't use a cosmic because then I'll be called a whale. Let's use this, this uh, WNBA legendary asset. This is the interface you are presented with. And so if you want to borrow $500, let's say, and you are willing to pay a 10% interest rate over a 100-day period, this up here, this gray box under mm -hmm. borrower perspective is the borrower perspective, as you can imagine. <laughs> um, and so essentially, if the loan is filled, you receive $500, you have 100 days to pay back $550. And that's it. That's your experience. Then this loan translates to this lender experience, which is you have to put in $530 and you will either get back $575 or the underlying NFT. Um, and the difference between the 530 the lender puts in and the 500 received by the borrower is our fee um, which we can go through the calculation if we want, but it's very simply 10% of this interest. So it's okay. it's roughly 1% of the loan amount. Okay. Um, so it's $5 on like a $500 loan, roughly. We can go through the nitty gritty if we want. And then to Dick Chuck's question, a collection royalty. So this is escrowed. And if there is a repayment by the borrower, this is returned to the lender. So the borrower repayment is 550. Then this 25 also goes to the lender. So the lender receives back both of them, 575. If there isn't a repayment and there's a default, the lender keeps the NFT, the borrower keeps the 500. We keep five for our fee. We always keep our five. And then the 25 goes to the creator. So that is a royalty. Okay, and why great. that's important is, Let's say you were sneaky and you wanted to sell something in a trustless way to someone. You would come along and say, I'm going to, let's say this is worth 500 and you want to sell it to a friend for 500. You would say, I'm going to put in a super low interest rate. We do have like a minimum interest rate actually. So let's see. Um, okay. That doesn't work. 15. Okay. You would say, I'm going to put in a super low interest rate. And, so, and we are going to intentionally default so that the NFT transfers, I get the money and we'll call it a day. And that would circumvent royalties if we right. didn't have this royalty standard included. Okay. That makes so sense. So we include so the royalty standard to make sure that the creators get theirs to Dick Chuck's point. So are we saying Dick Chuck was trying to be sneaky? Is that what Dickie Chucky Dick was Dick Chuck hit the nail on the head. So the royalty only applies if there's a transfer of the ownership of nft which means the loan was defaulted on okay firing down other questions here stat yeah. hunting says i'd never take out a loan on ts collateral and i'd want a higher rate than the example shown so it sounds like stat hunting likely not a floaty user but what i would say is whatever you want you can ask for or do if you don't like the bowl bowl one what you can do is look for alternatives you can say if you want a higher interest rate maybe for example the Vince Carter one would be more exciting for you. You get 8.5% over 90 days, which is a roughly 34.5% APR. Maybe this would be more exciting. 
maybe nothing in the marketplace today is exciting for you. And eventually you'll be able to go and make an offer and say, for that bull bull, for example, I want 12% interest rate, not 4.27%. And right now you can go to the Discord and talk to people, most people who are interacting or in the Discord. Or if you don't like the idea, that's well, okay. I and I think that's okay too, right? Like I I like NFL all day, but I didn't get a pack today. Uh, I don't think NFL all day should shut down. I just didn't. It was like, oh, today's not for me, and that's okay. That's okay if the thing's for you, not for you. But I do so think so good. It's so good. I, it blows <laughs> my mind that Dapper has convinced everyone to advocate for like packs being super attractive. It's like everyone in the community is like rallying to find ways to give Dapper more money. It's like if you don't buy the pack, that's great. That's just more money you have, and Dapper doesn't. And if you go to the marketplace, then another user gets the money instead of that. Right. It's like a great thing. Yeah, they they they've won. But no, but the same thing, right? Like it's the same thing. I th I think I think packs are good, just like I think this is good. And it doesn't mean you have to use like every aspect of it. Um, but I do. I think this is pretty cool. I I I love the idea. Also, I love and the met the second we started talking about packs, Poker Pro Eric was like, NBL loves super negative. EV I like packs. neutral EV <laughs> packs. Um, <laughs> It doesn't need to be super negative EV. I'm fine with neutral, <laughs> maybe slightly negative EV. Like most things. Most like things most are slightly things. negative EV and there's an entertainment value to bridge the gap. Yes. Um, I'm just trying to see other questions here. Winston Brooks says, then don't do it. I like the concept. Thank you. Hmm. Um, Tanner Pope, that's correct. So it is in our smart contract. And if it's needed in a challenge, you can't get it out. The only way to get it out as a borrower is to repay the loan. You can't get it out. And yeah, so that's definitely a consideration. Um, and th I'm, this is where I'm with, I mean, of course I'm, I agree with this because this is the thing that I said, but I think like bulking up the space with other things around it is important. Like that's, that it legitimizes it. It makes it, it's, there's more ways to interact. I remember one of the first things I, or one of the first times I heard you on Club Top Shot was saying something around like I would love for there to be more to do on Top Shot than to just go on the marketplace, right? Like to find other ways to engage with the platform more. And that's what all this stuff is. Like this is what I think it's important to. It's the more ways we can engage with it, the better. In the same way, I mean, it's not the same, but in the same way that like the play moment ranks is fun. Right. You have like a fantasy game with it. You have there's ways to access loans with it. There's ways like this is all good. It all legitimizes the space in a way. Um so I think it's really good. Um, one here, Rad Dad, who we referenced earlier, said, join late. Interest prorated if you pay back early. So is the that... interest is not prorated right now. Um, mm -hmm. We are working actively on like more sophisticated loan structures. We'll say right now it's just binary. You repay that amount. And so that's something that's we don't we don't highlight it because we don't want people to think of it like this. Um, but if you are a lender the 150 day, the APR we show is the worst case scenario. If someone repays you in half the duration of the loan, you can just double the APR and that's what your APR was. Um, the borrower obviously has the opposite uh, impact. Brian, Shut up, Brian. aboard. Shut up, Brian. Really good guy, down bad because his Hornets started off hot and he was taking victory laps in October. And here we are. Miles now. Bridges and LaMelo for the foreseeable future is cool. Yeah, that is that is cool. Brian's good. Um, that is cool. So Christopher Barber, what I would say is hop into the Discord. Most of the borrowers are in there. And while it's not perfect, it's what we have for now. There's a channel for shill your listings, which is when you're borrowing, you put out a listing, you can shill it. There's a lender targets, which you can go do. Um, and I'm just trying to see 
Yeah, I think you hit most of those. Most of the um, as I'm scrolling the chat. All right, good. Well, hopefully this all makes sense. Um, and obviously, if anyone has questions, just DM me. I spend far too much time on Discord and Twitter. I'm I'm here. I'm ready for it. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm going to share a link. Uh, this will be in the show notes after, but I'll also share a link to the Floaty Discord and the Floaty site in our Discord as well after. Um, and I I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but I did want to give away. I've got some more fresh threads that I was going to give away, which I know it seemed like probably a nicer thing until the marketplace opened up. Um, <laughs> So we can do that. But I also wanted to just like pick your brain a little bit more too. If, if you got a few more minutes, um, I should let you say okay to a few more minutes before I ask you another question. I'm definitely okay with it. And we can give away some floaty hats if that's Oh, fun. are we giving away hats? There's like, yeah. There's only like eight of these in the wild. We, we have a, a half wow. court shot game in our Discord where you just go in and you, and you do exclamation point shoot. And it gives you like an RNG if you make the shot or not. And so we give away hats like that. But only I four makes that. it so far. That was um, way, that's way cooler than me giving away a $4 DeMontis Sabonis. The Floaty Hats are very, very desirable right now. Um, I agree. Bagged wine, average size of loans so far. So very high-level numbers. We've had about $350,000 of loans. We, we, I mean, we had a $50,000 loan with a LeBron James collateral done, which is kind of cool. That is very cool. LeBron James Cosmic. Sorry, not just LeBron James. LeBron James Cosmic yeah. collateral, um, yeah. which is kind of fun. We had a $20,000 Steph Curry from the top um loan recently so we've had 350,000 across roughly like 70 or 75 loans so it's about 5,000 bucks alone wow. so far but that's very warped by the fact that for a while we are only supporting top shot legendary assets right. and so i think over time which is part of the beauty of the flow blockchain we can support the minimum loan size someone asked that further up um let me see the minimum loan size is 50 bucks so you can do a 50 dollar loan if you want well, i saw the average one not the minimum one but that's yeah um all right let me let's fire this up right now so we can get a little uh we'll do a little floaty giveaway and let me make sure here we go ready this is what you gotta do you gotta like the stream you need to subscribe and then a little hashtag floaty a little hashtag floaty into the chat will qualify for for some hat giveaways hey what are your thoughts on um so like they announced uh, the fresh threads challenge right and they're like hey you need to collect these six fresh thread moments or whatever the number is and also a cool cats assist what are your thoughts on them like messing with that a little bit i don't like it um so i have two issues with that one i don't like these post drop challenges as a concept i know it's like part of top shot but if you think about what that actually means is if you're not doing a challenge you know immediately i have to sell what i find right. in this pack otherwise you're being completely irrational you can sell it and then you can buy back after if you want, but you basically have no choice but to sell the asset in the short term, which is like a really weird collecting experience. It's like, I want to yeah. open this. I want to be excited for what I find in here. I want to tell my wife. I want to call my mom and tell her about it. Instead, I have to go right to the marketplace. And it's kind of like a race there also. It's like, I need You're to right. sell this literally as quickly as possible, which is kind of a weird collector experience. So I don't love that. And then as a concept, this is like one representative example, the cool cats assist. I don't love dapper defining market values which is like choosing what gets a, a pumper now and i don't think they're like okay mike has a lot of like or some john morant top shot debuts so we're going to make that super attractive i don't think it's like right. they handpick what happens but they do kind of decide what has value at a given time so like then what happens is okay now cool cats assist got a little love so then the gift set owners say what about us what about then, us yeah 
the cosmic owners say, what about us? Then like the fresh threads owners say, what about us? And it's kind of like things are only as valuable as Dapper makes them, which is kind of a weird collecting experience again. And I think that also ties into collector score, which is like as soon as they introduced collector score, my concern was now everything in the same tier is worth the same outside of extreme exceptions, which even right. those are like consolidating a bit. So it's like, you know, we use the extreme example of like a Luca and like an Ish Smith that are both series two commons are worth the same from a collector score. And we've seen over time that gap between the collectability of something and the usefulness of something in the game that Top Shots has, Top Shots right. has created here has compressed, compressed, compressed. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the anti-plus EV rant, which well, is collector score shouldn't be so, 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 so important because mm -hmm. it today it is so important. It's a way to, it, or it was a way to free money because of plus EV packs. So then it no longer matters who you own or the play itself. Only The only thing that matters is, is this a key to free money? Yeah. But that, they've kind of like handcuffed themselves in a way, though. Because I know. Now, it's a problem. Right? Because now if you get rid of the... Because the now if you get rid of the Ishmith situation, right? So was Ishmith the Hornet? Is that the, the Series 2 set he was a part of? I don't know. He's been on every single team in the NBA, so I can't remember which Series 2 it was. But like, right, if you do that, all of a sudden it rugs... Not only does it rug the collector score, but now Ishmith went from being worth four or five dollars with six dollars, whatever it was, to now one dollar because the collector score doesn't matter anymore. And you had you directed us for an entire like six to eight month run being like, you know what? Collector score matters. Team sets matter. And then like Jacob was in that. And again, this isn't on Jacob. This is a, to me a bigger infrastructure issue, but that Yahoo P it wasn't really Yahoo, whoever the fuck that guy is who like has an article go up on Yahoo. Jacob was like, yeah, I, you know, we didn't expect team sets to be important. And it's like, what are you talking about? Of course you expect the team sets yeah, to be that important. Was crazy. You that created was a leaderboard. And now yeah. the people tweet out like, Hey, congratulations, NBL. You moved up eight spots on the new york knicks right. leaderboard like that's insane to say like that wasn't the case so i just man I don't, I don't know how they come back from this because clearly the blended pack thing is good for new users like new users are going to be into that um i don't but i don't know how you i don't know how you solve that issue of the collector score thing because people have my, my, my view has always been give collector score other value i don't know how to define what that means it's a hard question yeah. to answer but like something that isn't the primary benefit is access to packs because then you have to make the packs profitable, basically, which then right. leads to all the other issues we've talked about. So, well, and that was the thing. So I, I was like pretty interested in that. Uh, and I ended up completing it, but the, and then there were four set. Cause I was like, Oh, look at all the teams that have a shot at being in the Eastern conference and Western conference finals this year. It's like the, whatever the Nets, Sixers, Bucks, my my heart says Celtics, uh, the Warriors, the Suns, like a lot of really good players could end up in this rare set. And how sick would it be to get a couple of airdrop packs? But then if it's this blended pack, maybe I'm just getting airdropped playoff commons. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that's and I don't, and I don't know. It just changes everything a little bit. Yeah, it changes everything. Um, but anyways, collector score conversation for another day. Oof. Um, all right, last call, last call. There's only 73 entrants right now, which feels wrong because there's way more people watching. So hashtag floaty. You need to like and subscribe. This is for those sick hat being, let's go full screen. Sick hat right here. The sick floaty. It's so good. You know what else is a good hat? Are you a baseball fan, Zakarian, or no? I am a baseball fan, You know yeah. Pitching Ninja? Yes. This is, for, this is his hat, like his hat brand. Wow. All right. What do you think? I like that, yeah.
Can I can I flex my fantasy baseball trophy? Also, Dude, let's go. Yeah, I would love to see a fantasy <laughs> baseball trophy. We need to. We almost need to get G done on here just so we can see this. He'd be losing his I, mind. I presented this on Club Top Shot this week, so apologies for the people who watch both. But I had my <laughs> fantasy baseball draft on right. Saturday last week. We are all, as you can imagine, excited about the fact that the season's actually it's happening. Back. Yeah. Um, but our bat is like a Stanley Cup, and I was the champion Ooh. in 2021. I love this. This is the this is the thing. I mean, people are going to play fantasy sports regardless, but champion. I love this shit. This is great. So, yeah, we've run out of room in the first column, so we got to go to the second column. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's like a Stanley Cup, and the winner takes a shot out of the top as part of the next year's draft. I love this. How, how many how many years running is this right now? Uh, well, so we've been running since, like, literally, like, 2005 or something, or 2006. Okay. But we, we, the bat – Started in 2013. 2013. How many is that your first uh time having the name? No, I've won a bunch. <laughs> all right. Well, wow. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, are we uh, do we have any like hot baseball tips, hot fantasy takes for so uh, normally I'm like very plugged in and would know a lot of answers here. Um, but I was like very, very unprepared for my draft this year. Yeah, I didn't know anything. Um, and so I, I don't have any hot tips right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna plug think. too. I was just going to ask if you were messing with uh, baseball NFTs, but I think we talked about this in um, in Springfield when we were at the NFT All Star game. That you are is champions? Is that what it's called? Yeah, MLB champions is bizarre NFT. Basically, it launched I think in early 2018. They're technically the first licensed sports NFTs. Like they're, they're, they predate Top Shot. Okay. And nice, up to 95. 95. Well we're done, everyone. There. I think um, we're going to spin it in a second. And. Yeah, they released in 2018, and then I don't know what the hell happened. It predates my involvement with NFTs, but they lost the MLB contract. And like Incredible. the NFTs themselves are kind of cool. They look like bobbleheads, and I collect bobbleheads, so I like that. Um, and so there are like two seasons worth of these, and then like they had like a beginning of the third season, and that's it. And it, it, they have Otani from his rookie season, which is cool. Like there won't ever be any other Otani rookie NFTs. Um, which is fun. Same with Acuna, same with Ooh, like Soto. That. And they actually have Babe Ruth NFTs, like officially endorsed by like the Babe Ruth, like family estate or something. Wow. Um, so it's, it's, it's pretty cool. I like the story. I like the lore. It feels like very tied into like baseball. Baseball is so weird and like nuanced. And it really I is. Just, like, I love like the weirdness of baseball. And really? also baseball players are like, super into NFTs. Like Tommy Wilson is one of the better known artists out there. Yeah. Michael, Micah, I think Johnson has the uh, the Aku Dreams collection. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to we pronounce had, this stuff. We yeah. had um, Evan Mendoza on the show uh, not too long ago, who was messing around with the project, the Diamond oh, nice. Dogs. He's uh, in the St. Louis Cardinals organization. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a really good dude. Uh, yeah, it is cool seeing them. I listen. They're probably bored as hell on a like a hundred and thirty thousand game season that they're like, I need something. I need yeah. a, I need a side hobby while we're traveling. Yeah. Um, all right. Hey, let's let's spin this thing. Let's spin this thing. So we are. Um, this is for a floaty hat. I either. Do people want a sweatshirt? We could do like a sweatshirt. That's more fun. We could. Yeah. You are we doing both? Sure, we can do both. Wow. Look at MBL just coming on here, giving out a full ass wardrobe today. Look at that floaty. We'll go full screen for that. Come on. Come on. You guys, you like Team Hold's been around longer than Floaty, but Floaty's had merch like way. We faster. have good merch. Get a good merch. Arsenic. Guy. Arsenic's a design man. He designs our merch. Really? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. He's an art right, artist. Wow. I didn't know that. 
Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's do uh we'll do the sweatshirt. We can do a hat and a sweatshirt. That's fine. To the same person or two spins? No, two different, two different. Yeah, you gotta spread it out. So we have two different advocates in the future. All right, here we go. Sweatshirt. Let's do it. And just DM either myself or MBL. Or actually With DM Denver me. dog so we DM can make them in. I know you've got uh you get those privacy DMs. You're too important now. David Vega. David, congratulations. I don't have private DMs anymore. I opened it up. I tried oh, to at least. Yeah. You opened them back up. Wow. I'm very hands-on with customer support for floating. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right, David. David, show yourself in the chat. Congratulations. You have won a floaty sweatshirt. I'm gonna need an address. I'm like, I'm like bored apes. I'm gonna need all your information to uh <laughs> to send you to send you the winning thing here. Oh, people are losing my mind. That people were losing their mind on Twitter about that last night. Not 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 a fan of the KYC. Uh, John Jones, who is keeping me up to date on how many giveaways he's won here at Team Hold. He is over 564 now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's David. Hell yeah, man. Congrats. Woo. All right. So that was a sweatshirt. We can do the hat next. Yeah, well, let's do spin the hat. Spin the hat. Let's go. Did Pete introduce you to the StreamYard giveaway now? Have you guys moved away from the wheel? I, I, I don't know. He handles uh, that stuff. It's <laughs> life-changing. It's life-changing. Mitchell! Mitchell, Mitchell Borgia. Borgia, John Jones updates to zero for five sixty-five. <laughs> poor, poor John, poor John. Uh, yeah, John Mitchell. W. Yes, please. Social security numbers and <laughs> I, I, ideally just a, a screenshot of your birth certificate. Yeah, there you go. Just send us your ID. And a recent utility bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I'm gonna give away. I'll, I'll give away um, that we've we've gone through like the good giveaways. Now it's time for uh, in honor of. Top shot certified baller, uh, fresh thread man himself. Josh Hart. Let's do a Josh Hart one time. Same thing. Just shoot me a DM if you win this Josh Hart so we can we can get you that six dollar moment. Pack drip himself. Oh, let's look at that. Yeah. Influencer stream right here. Influencer yeah. Stream. Uh shut up, pack trip. Did you wait? Did you just start beer number two right there? No, um, so beer. How much longer are we going? So I haven't cracked beer number two, but should I? I mean, I get. I did guarantee it. I think you guarantee too. So we have to at least talk through. This. I was and I'm on number two so as well. much during the floaty segment that I kind of forgot about it, and I was no, like, yeah. it's so close to the end, but I'll drink it." Yeah, you have. You have to. I think you guaranteed too. I think the people want to see it. So um, opened it nicely. <laughs> with- <laughs> there we go. It's true. You truly look like you have a weapon. This feels like a Zoom, like scary movie. Okay, so I was like, I was downstairs. It was like. 259 like we were about to start and i was running up the stairs with this and i was like if i fell like it could be over like this could yeah, be it. Yeah. you just come up bloodied i should have told you we had like a 17 minute intro music video to start the show you had plenty of time i like the pre-show banter you know? yeah um red dad here we go i red dad is like our our vip mole in the team hold discord he's around he's he wants to talk about burning moments when we were talking about the challenges earlier um he was saying that uh, instead of instead of the way they do challenges now, that you have to burn moments in order to get the challenge reward. So it like makes the makes the challenge. And I know I think they did that in tops the tops NFTs. I think they were doing something similar. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm cool with that. I mean, especially if people have supply concerns. Yeah, it doesn't hurt Dapper mm-hmm. um, in, in any way. And it, it at the end of the day, it's all just calculus. It's like you know, is this um, you know, does this make financial sense for me? If, if I'm trading in these things that are worth $300 and I think the reward's going to be worth $400, right? Then sure, it makes sense. Like, it's all just going to come down to the analysis you want to do. But it's, I guess, more of a sacrifice to 
burn, but you can always just buy them back unless there's sentimental value and you want to borrow against it. Yeah, there we go. I kind of like that. I like the idea of like you got to sacrifice something besides your dapper wallet in order to get a challenge reward. And I think it'll make those challenge rewards hold value a little bit more, which I I do kind of like the idea of that. I've been in pretty intrigued by what they've been doing with the trade tickets too. I like I I'm I'm excited, you know, for all of the people that have lined up four or five times now for these series one packs sitting on 350 tickets. I'm sure they were pumped to be able to like use those tickets for something else. Um I just I'm glad they're testing this stuff out. Like now's the time to to test this stuff, you know? Yeah. Look, it beta as they say it's beta as they say as they say have you been uh uh diving into i'm seeing some there was an update on ufc strike today i saw that so they went from their series zero moments went from 24 25,000 and now series one is 12,000 which i thought was kind of wild that they uh series zero no longer will be the most scarce zero which is kind of interesting um but have you been have you been messing around with like UFC and NFL at all, or have you been? I I, I bought some packs. Uh, it's, yeah, I like to be like pretty plugged into the Top Shot market, so it's like it, yeah. there's just only so many hours in a day while like trying to build a business, while trying to pay attention to Top Shot, and like I'd say I'm like among like major sports, I'm probably most focused on basketball right now. Although it'll be baseball yeah. as soon as baseball season starts. I just love baseball. It's so yeah. weird. Um, <laughs> Are you a, a Yankees fan too? I'm a, I'm I'm like more of like a general baseball fan. I'm not, I'm not like a big Yankees. Wow, fan. Like, you know team, huh? You're just like a yeah. I'm kind of like a almost like a team. journalist. I, I like baseball. Just like I like love stuff. Like if a pitcher like dumps a pitch in, in on like on the plate and it hits the catcher like in his leg and he's like limping around a little bit, like the umpire will go and like brush the plate off. It's like we can't officially stop play for this, but I'm gonna like do this yeah. action to buy you a little more time. There's like all these like weird things that happen while you're watching and like yeah, I, I like. I like a lot of like the old school like, traditions and stuff. And like, yeah, like some of it's like stuck in the stone age. Like you're not meant to like celebrate and whatever else. But like, I just, I, I like when like the guy gets to first base and like he chats with the first baseman and they're like giggling. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I played in um little, little flex. I played in uh, some D3 baseball back, really? in my day, back in my day. Uh, mainly just because I was fast. I was a base dealer. So they, they kept me. A little Trey Turner there. action? A little Trey. Yeah. I wish I was Trey Turner because Trey Turner hits bombs. I was more of a. Um, Dustin Pedroia? Like, <laughs> Dustin Pedroia, but with the better. Juan Pierre? No, who's uh, Dave Roberts? I had Dave Roberts energy. They'd. They, I'd play, I'm no, I'd play the game though. It wasn't like I was just subbed in to steal bases, but, but same thing. Like you would steal second Carl base. Crawford. Oh, Carl, oh man. Carl Crawford dominated the Red Sox. And then was, we paid him so much money. I'm a Red Sox fan to come to Boston. And he was garbage for the, the entire time yeah. we had him. Well, oh, the Rays brutal. have some like weird magic juice down there. I don't know what they do, but yeah. The Rays have the worst roster and win 92 games. I'm like, well, every time. Happening? Yeah. And then every time they're like, oh, watch out for the Rays. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to sell off half our team, though. Although, yeah. sign me up for a Rosarena. I, I love Randy Rosarena. Yeah. What, what, he's had some record in the playoffs last year. Like most hits or something in the playoffs? I think or, so, I yeah. Know. I think something so. weird like that. Uh, have you ever played MLB Showdown? Dude, I, I haven't. I haven't played Showdown. Do you know what that is? It's like it's baseball Pokemon, basically. 
Oh, no, I thought we were talking about a video game. It's based no, on, no, no, I've not heard of this. Oh, my Lord, it's the best thing ever. Basically, you get you open up a pack of cards, and like each batter has like what's called an on-base, and each pitcher has a control, and then you roll a 20-sided mm-hmm. die, and you add it. Like the pitcher rolls, you right. add it to the pitcher's control. If it's higher than the batter's on-base, like the pitcher gets to like roll again, and then the outcome is based on the pitcher's menu. If the batter gets control, they roll, and it's based on the batter's outcome. And obviously, the batter outcomes are better for the batter. The pitcher outcomes are better for the pitcher. Um, and it is fantastic. I Literally, last night, I went to my buddy's place. We played a, uh, we drafted players, and we played a best of three. But, like, they stopped making them in 2005. So <laughs> we, we have, like, the full set from, like, 2000, 2001, 2002. And then we just pick a year, draft teams, and play out, like, a best of three or best of five. That's great. Yeah. That is great. Uh, Deep Threat said Billy Hamilton, and I think that is a good comp. That was a good comp. My batting average is probably a little bit higher than Billy Hamilton when he was on the Reds, but um, yeah, I'll look at real red. Uh, geez, what are we doing here? Let's fix. Let's fix Top Shot. Listen, we can't. We can't. I need, to, pro- I need to buy myself time to finish his beer. I know. That's what you need <laughs> me to talk. You need me to talk so you can drink. That's what you need. Yeah. Um, more this this more of a backyard baseball kind of well, guy. Who, John who's W. Not a, who's not a backyard baseball guy? Dude. Pete Wheeler. It sounds like you were a Pete Wheeler out there. I was a Pete Wheeler. I was an absolute Pete Wheeler. I uh, wanted to be. Was it Pablo Sanchez? Yeah, I mean, everyone wants Dude. to be Pablo Sanchez. Everybody wanted to be Pablo, right? Everyone wants to be Pablo Sanchez. That's incredible. Um, what else we got here? What else we got in the chat? I'm usually so reliant on the chat. It's like it's. I, I feel like I haven't interacted enough. Here we go. Matt Loomis. Matt Loomis is still at Friends Who Meet Up and Play Showdown Tourneys now. Look at that. It's the best. I, I have a bunch of unopened booster packs and draft packs in my basement that, like, when it's a special occasion, we open new packs. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know if you were waiting. Like 2004. They cost, it costs like 400 bucks for like a booster box. <laughs> I was just going to say, you waiting to sell them on the marketplace once it's allowed, once you can sell unopened packs? <laughs> no, no, we are going to rip those. Those are for yeah. ripping. <laughs> Oh, that's great. But like showdown packs we buy because it's fun to buy and play with them. We yeah. don't need to instantly liquidate them like the damn Top Shot community. I know. I know. They, But they've trained us. They've trained us. I will say I'm guilty of that where I do liquidate, but I do it to go you buy. Have to. Right. I like I pulled four rare, uh, four all-star moments and I flipped all four and I bought a Kyrie Irving Top Shot debut today. That was that's really a- I guess the super high level position I'm taking right now is everyone buys packs, but they don't want the contents of the packs. So like that's a bad system. So the packs are like too financially attractive that you have to buy them. Now they're less so. And so if people don't want the contents of the pack, they don't buy them. Great. It shouldn't be that Top Shot releases like a random set called like Street Plays or whatever. There's no one coming. There's one coming up called like Street Plays or something. (laughs) I don't know what the hell it's called. And it's like, I don't want those. I don't know who does want them, but like people are going to buy them, I guess, just for purely financial motivation. It's like, okay, so now it's better. It's like you buy them if you want them, not because they turn into more money. Yeah. And I think the all-star, like the all-star moments are cool. I like, I'm more interested in the all-star moments than I I would be say in like the fresh threads. Um, but it truly feels like you're better off just buying them in the in the marketplace, you know. It, it feels All right, like- seems like the chat wants the street plays. So bad example. Oh wait, I'll, I'll take the street, into the street plays. Yeah. I will say the fresh threads, the fresh threads in the off season, are far more enticing to me than fresh threads at the trade deadline. 
Do you know what I mean? Like when a, someone I mean, this year though, Harden and that's Simmons, true. Yeah. That's true. And Halliburton, I guess this is an exception. Yeah, that's true. And McCollum and McCollum, but even McCollum, like I, do you think, are people excited about the McCollum? Are people like, Oh, thank God. I got a CJ Pelicans moment. I don't know. That's, that's why I've only collected like the super top end dudes. I'm like outside of this. It's like people have their, I, I don't know. I'm like, having said that, if this is like a super big thing with the NBA, then like, People like their local players. Like yeah. I, I like RJ Barrett more than the average person from Charlotte, probably or New Orleans. Uh, RJ Barrett might be a superstar now. Like that's something we have to talk about. RJ really? Barrett might be awesome. <laughs> he is unreal, dude. He's First incredible. Of, I don't understand why he can't jump higher or isn't quicker. I don't get that, but somehow he gets <laughs> shots off around the rim. I don't get it. Yeah. Wait, I have to give you. I I just realized I have to give you another drop that we have, uh, featuring featuring one of New York's finest. Hold on, let me. Let me find it. Here we go. So I had dubbed Randall regular season Randall after last year's playoffs, but then he then he was really bad this year. So I, I cannot really... figure out where this light is coming from. How about the light oh. on my face? Is the sun is the sun setting through? <laughs> kind of, but like all the windows are shut. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, RJ Barrett like might legit be an all-star moving forward. He's been incredible. And I think his top shot debut right now is like 270, 275, something like that. It seems low. Um, everyone in New York loves him, whether it's because there's no one else to love or they love him. I don't know. Yeah. Um, somehow he turned into a really good shooter. Um, I follow his shooting coach on Twitter, naturally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> It's, it's it's been interesting to watch he puts up like side-by-side videos where rj used to like his feet were like a little off and his elbow was like cocked out a little bit and like they've really fixed and you can see it and and it's he shoots like 40 percent from three now it's awesome he, and he's good he's a really effective driver in general he can like get to the hoop he hasn't like yet gotten good enough at like actually putting it in the hoop he draws a lot of fouls now suddenly he figured yeah. that out um but yeah i mean He's he's turned into a really effective player. Um, I think his playmaking's done better. I think he's like finally become the best player on the team too. Like to me, Randall can never be the best player on a really good team. But like RJ Barrett, I think could become the best player on a really good team. Like, I like Eric Fernandez. Oh, he's yeah, like a really true. great guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh Eric Fernandez. Eric Fernandez is here every morning and is usually pissed off because we're re- <laughs> recapping last night's action. So <laughs> he's usually upset. Um yeah. Kunk's, Kunk's I, I, said he said he's good, but he's not a superstar. Don't overdo it. I'm just I'm saying not, what he's done in the last like four weeks has been very impressive. Right. I'm trying to think like who's who like who among like current or like recent superstars was able to like reach that MVP level or like consistent all-star level with a game like his and like James, James Harden. No, James Harden. That's crazy. Um, and I, I'm, I'm trying to think like, he's not like a good enough shooter to be a clay Thompson. He's not no. like as good as a, of a score as like, I think like his upside is like a Jimmy Butler. Is that that's crazy? pretty good. Like, I think he's a better shooter than Jimmy Butler though. That's why like, I, I like, I feel like he can, shoot like upper 30s from three yeah um because jimmy can't shoot yeah but but your jimmy's game down low though i think is comparable yeah um i'm trying i think like tatum is just like smoother on offense like more athletic and like can finish better and like is a better shooter alex saying jalen brown i think jalen plays probably like springier like a little smaller springier 
I don't know. Like, there's not a great. So, like, the question is for someone who's not like who's a good shooter, but not like an elite shooter. Right. Who's like a good driver and like an like an okay playmaker. Like, does that package translate to like a star? Like, maybe like a, a solid like complementary player. But like, I don't know if, if he's number one on a team that does really well. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, what are those? I think either he needs to become a better shooter. If if he can figure out finishing in the lane better, somehow he gets around everyone with like right. These crafts, it's like, it's like, ha- like, what happened to the defender there? Like, I don't know if he's like doing super sophisticated moves that, like, as a casual viewer, <laughs> I can't figure out, but it's like, lefty thing, he just man. like, he just like goes. And then, like, I don't know if you were watching the other night, but I think it was De'Aaron Fox on like a fast break. He just like walked past him. And it was like, it's lefties, dude. Lefties confuse people. They're not yeah. used to seeing it. De'Aaron Fox. His timing's all weird. Also, he's got like a very odd timing, like on his Euro step that he does. Yeah. Like, he, he just like takes like a, his timing's weird in a really good way. Like it throws yeah. the defenders off. No, I, yeah, he plays at his own pace. It reminds me of like, uh, this isn't the same. I like, I want everyone to chill out before I say this, but like the way Paul Pierce kind of was where he just was like doing his own thing at his own pace. He was going to get to his spots. Wow. Someone said Jamal Mashburn. I, I don't remember the fact that Jamal Mashburn made it into the chat. Yeah, as a, as that's what I was going to say. I can't, I can't make that comparison. Cause I can't even remember right now what Jamal Mashburn was doing. I think but I love it. Actually, I remember Mash. Or like Antoine Jameson, kind of. Ooh, Antoine Jameson. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I've been excited about RJ. And again, I don't I don't like the Knicks and have been like pretty out on everything they've been doing, but RJ's won me over in the last like couple of weeks while or longer than that. It's really been like over a month now. He's been playing good. David West. Yeah, yeah I listen. We did you guys hammer? I because I didn't watch the Jack. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. We did. Wow, that was incredible. <laughs> and someone someone came onto the stream. I can't remember who and gave a roster of three that was worse than Jack's. We're like, that's somehow worse than Jack's. <laughs> was, Actually, I think did, I did you see Pack Rip's question about like putting together a roster of five to and, beat the Bulls. And then did you see John Boy's response? No, he said, John, John, just shut up, John Boy. He replied, Well, he's like, Well, I'm starting with Tyson Chandler and David West. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I did see that actually. Who would you go with, though? I, I, I felt happy with my answer, obviously. Yeah. What was your answer? answer? My answer was Curry, LeBron, Giannis, Durant, Embiid. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I'm a Jokic fan, so there's like no way I'm not putting Jokic in that lineup, but uh. I am too. I, I am too in general, but like for the purpose, if you don't need his playmaking, that's true. Then like you want the better defender who I think is Embiid. That's yeah. true. For how much longer though? That's yeah. gonna be that's gonna be the hot take I'm gonna take is that Jokic is gonna surpass Embiid as a defensive player in the next year, which is insane. I like that though. I think LeBron's gonna be in it. Curry's gonna be in it. Um, I think you have to start with those two, and that's the thing that's awesome about Curry is he can. Like he's one of those few superstars that he's like, yeah, I can be awesome on the ball, but also off the ball. And so playing with LeBron, I think that would be that would be incredible. I like that. Um, the can you imagine big- Curry with that many stars around him if he gets like open looks. Like what yeah. happens then? He just never we, misses. Well, we just saw the poor man's version of it last night in that Sixers Nets game where his brother was just like lights out. Like yeah. when that when you're like the third option, that Nets team. I like I don't want the Nets to be good. I don't want to root for the Nets, but holy shit, like that Nets team, it's gonna be crazy. Um, someone's saying Brandon Roy, and I don't know if you want Brandon. Do you want Brandon Roy on that roster, or is that an RJ Barrett comparison? I th- uh... Yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to know like what part of the stream they're up to. <laughs> I know this also. This is offensive though. RJ is a slightly more athletic. It's kind of interesting because like Kyle Anderson also gets around people, even though he moves at like like 
the pace just, of a snail. Kyle Anderson really is hilarious to watch. I love watching. And especially on that Grizzlies team where it's like a bunch of fucking athletes, right? It's like John Moran's going to jump through the gym. Steven Adams is on Game of Thrones. Desmond Bain's biceps are the size of my torso. And then you just see Kyle Anderson being like, yeah, I'm checking in. <laughs> so slow out there. He's like, the way he shoots, it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, it is. That's so like, fun. I, I, I kind of don't hate the comparison in the sense that like, RJ is also like slower than you'd expect. Like his moves materialize so slowly, and the defenders are just like, I, "Can I jump yet? Like, what, what do I do?" Yeah, the thing though, like slow. And yeah, I agree with Kweisenberg. He says slow mo can't score though in the same. One hundred percent. Like, but, right. but like in in the sense that like it's not the speed that gets right. him around people. It's just right. like some weirdness. <laughs> yeah. God. Do you have any uh like any hot NBA takes as we're coming into the playoffs? Is there anything you're like super excited about? Um. Hmm. I think or, it's weird that people are as bearish on the Nets as they are. That, like, I understand they're in the play-in game right now, but, like, I don't know, Durant and – I mean, I guess there's the the, the variable of is Kyrie going to play home games or not, which is – It's weird, tough. right? And I feel like everybody outside of New York is saying, like, oh, yeah, well, they lifted that, so it's going to be fine. But if you're living in New York, there we're it doesn't feel like we're close to Kyrie playing in games yet. Like I've, You don't think so? I, I hope so. I hope we are, but it sounds like from what I've been hearing, it was like, oh, we changed the rules, but it like doesn't apply to people working in the city or something like that. Like it was, there was this like weird phrasing that came from the, uh, yeah. from the law. but I, but I hope that's not true because I want to say like, if, can you imagine if we got a heat nets first round or a heat uh, Sixers first round? If Kyrie can play, Actually, honestly, I thought the Sixers were going to crush the Nets last night. The Harden, the Harden and B pairing is like so nice. It's it makes yeah. so much sense. But then you forgot that like Harden hates the spotlight. Yeah, <laughs> that he just shrinks. But man, yeah. I I'm with you. I think I and I'm I hate this. I've been so out on the Celtics this year. They disappointed me so much at the beginning, and now they've won me back. No one scores more than like 104 points on them anymore. And I like weirdly am confident that they can get to the Eastern Conference Finals now, which is wrong, right? There's no way they're better than the Heat, the Bucks, the Nets, the Sixers. But it it's so wild that like the Heat, the between the Heat and Nets or Heat and Sixers, one of them are out in the first round. All right, here's my here's my question for you. Okay. Healthy Lakers, meaning AD is back. Yeah. Versus Suns. Neutral court. Who are you taking? I think I'm taking the Suns. I think I'm, the Lake. I am not a Suns believer. No, you're out. Of, but I know I, they so, made the finals last year, but like th- that was a dinged up West. No one was healthy last year, and like I feel like it's similar this year where there's more talented teams who have just mm-hmm. been like Clay isn't quite himself yet. Denver has been missing Jamal Murray like all all year. Like maybe he'll be back soon. Yeah. Um, the Lakers have been like fringe. Like the Lakers, like I don't know. They're probably. They're going to be in the play-in, but I don't oh, want to They're going to be I, the play-in, and they are definitely playing the number one seed. Like, they're not going to be yeah. in the 7-8 game, I don't think. Right. Or they're, they're not going to be a seven seed, I mean. So, I don't know. I, I just, like, the Suns are fun, but I don't know. Like, if 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 some of these other teams can get healthy yeah. and functioning, I'm, I'm like – not that big on the Suns. Like, right, so, congrats on your regular season. I, I don't think uh, the. I think the Lakers are broken up here, and I don't think they have a shot against the Suns. I think the Suns would beat them. However, 
my like my gross take right now that I've physically put financial money on uh, is that the Nuggets are coming out of the West. I mean, and, Jokic is like unreal. He's, he's unreal. Can you imagine if they had someone like Seth Curry on that team? Like just Seth, someone that could shoot because right now he's feeding Austin Rivers with open right. threes and he's airmailing them. But uh, Jamal Murray's coming back. Michael Porter Jr. is coming back. And then when, all when sudden, are they coming back? So Jamal Murray is like back with the team practicing. I think he's going to be back by the end of this month. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. as well, I think is coming back in like early April. And if all of a sudden you're five, are Jamal Murray, Jokic, Michael Porter Jr., Will Barton, and Aaron Gordon. And then you have like Monty Morris coming off the bat. Like all of a sudden, that's a scary team. 100%. I, just, I think they could beat anybody. I think, I really think they could beat anybody. That's what I mean. Like, give, give the rest of the West their players back. And I don't think the Suns are like that exciting. No, I think, I mean, I still think they're the favorite. I think they're good, but I, uh, you, you do think, that, assuming healthy West, you think the Suns are still the favorite? They just, the Sun, the thing that's great about the Suns, they don't play any bad players. Like when they're healthy. Really, that doesn't matter in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. But I just don't think there's anybody dominant in the West. Like, like if you told me Luca got hot and, and just the Mavs went to the Western Conference Finals, I wouldn't be surprised by that. Like, I, I feel like one player, yeah, and the, even Kawhisenberg is saying too, like, imagine if Kawhi, like they showed Kawhi taking jumpers the other night on ESPN. All yeah. of a sudden, that seems scary if Kawhi and Paul George come back. I don't know. It's gonna be. I'm excited though. Who who's your MVP pick? As I'm, I'm a huge Jaw stand, but like it yeah. has to, like. No, it's Jokic. There was I think it was Hollinger posted something. I think he wrote something for the Athletic where if you took Jokic's season, Giannis's season, or Embiid's season, all three of them would be like far superior MVP seasons than anything we've ever seen before. And it just happens that we're getting three of them at the same time, which is yeah, nice. Like, right. Like I think we, we have to try and discount this voter fatigue thing. Like there's like jaw jaws highlights shouldn't factor into the MVP discussion, no. which is like, it feels like that's what's happening because jaws more fun to watch. Like suddenly that's more exciting, but like what Jokic is doing is absolutely wild. And he's having an awesome season. Giannis is like, Having a crazy season also, like no one cares. No one cares. And you know what's stupid? Like last night was just a regular season game. So the Nets, I mean, the the Sixers shouldn't be hammered for this, but I guarantee you, like the the Nets coming into the Sixers house and smoking Embiid, and then like all of a sudden that's gonna be a ding on Embiid's MVP record. Um but I, I I won't be mad if it goes to Embiid, I won't be mad if it goes to Giannis, and I won't be mad if it goes to Jokic, but I'd lean Jokic. I uh, awesome. Yeah, I, I lean Jokic also. Like his his advanced metrics are just like unbelievable. Yeah, they're incredible. And, like, and then I ask like, Jokic is like pretty cheap on top shot. I actually don't have a lot of Jokic, but like, oh. why? Like, what more could he possibly do? Big big man, European big man and Europeans. I mean, even Embiid, Embiid's top like, shot. Why does Luca get love? Like, Luca's Luca's not like the flat. Like, he's like fun. He has cool pass. Yeah. He has like some like weird angles and stuff. But like. So does Jokic. Right. What does Luka do that Jokic doesn't do? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They both get out of shape and then get into shape midseason. Like, yeah, they both do the same thing. They both put up huge numbers. Jokic is potentially back-to-back -back MVP. Like, if Jokic yeah. is back-to-back -back MVP, like, like what's Luka going to do that Jokic didn't right. do? Right, and you're right, because that moment's usually like 800 in – on uh like in his his top shot debut is usually 800 and beads is like 400 420 yeah it's double the and supply so like and Bede and Jokic are like neck and neck right 
Like I and, feel like Embiid, like we know what Embiid is. Like everyone's like, oh, Luca could like Luca's so young. He like, but look, what could Luca become? That's like better than what Jokic is now. Right. Well, and that's what I I said this like uh, this is probably three or four months ago, and everybody hammered me for this. But like Jokic is going to go down as the greatest Nugget of all time. Like it's not going to be close. Like he's going to be the best player to ever play for that. Who, who else is even up there? Like Alex English. That's what I mean. Alex English is going to be like mellow. Like it's going to be those two guys. Yeah. It's going to be and. And Jokic is just, he's incredible. He's incredible. And I said, yeah, and I did say, I did say Luka <laughs> could go down as a third. Look at Stan. Stan's been quiet, like lurking in the shadows for a little while. Just waiting, waiting for his for moment. Yeah, and he does. And he just, he arrives. He arrives. Um, wait, I was going to ask, oh, can I tell you one more Top Shot buy I made? Because I got a little active this week. I bought that and then the set. I bought uh, a Luka, a second Luka debut because I wanted another one. I bought a Tatum, who, because I think Tatum, is just awesome. I bought a Zion. Wow. So I love the play outside of the fact that Top Shot has a clear lean toward active players. And like obviously <laughs> Zion will come back at some point. Right. But like a lot of the utility of, of the assets it's tied toward playing, which is like a lot of the plays that I love, like the Vince Carter last shot. I put up some tweet about that today, like some different camera angle, which was cool. Yeah. And that's like amazing, like historical play, and like no one cares because it no won't be in a flash anymore. challenge, and, and unless Top Shot, unless Dapper forces it into a challenge, and in, in yeah. which case I'll say like, okay, like this is weird. Like why is that here? Right now? <laughs> why is that it's here? The same with like AI and Shaq and like <laughs> yeah. in, any injured players. It's like kind of a weird dynamic. Yeah, um, I like to play. Like people forget how good Zion was. Well, and I saw something that he was back with the team and that he was like sneakily in good shape. And he's going for like a thousand dollars right now. And when the market's not even great, when it's fine, he's like a three thousand dollar player. And all and like the Pelicans are straight up better than the Lakers right now. And if you throw Zion into that, like all of a sudden, I mean, they're still gonna get bounced in the first round, but the Pelicans are gonna play in the playoffs. Like they're gonna be a playoff team. And you got jo Joval, CJ, Brandon Ingram, Zion, and then like Herbert Jones or whoever's the fifth guy. Yeah. All right. Here, here's a game. Let's see your watch list. Oh, gee. I don't think I have anybody on the watch list right now. I don't because I, I just exhausted it. I just exhausted it this week. I bought everything I was looking at. Um, do you have, are, is your watch list up and running? Yeah, of course. All right. Let, can I actually you, you can guess what's on it. We can see it. I, actually, I, can you see it? I don't know. See if you can. I don't know if I can see it either. Um, just go to your watch list and then put in my username instead. I think that should do it. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Where's my, uh, yeah, I don't, let's see. Oh, <laughs> I saw, this is what's on my watch list right now. <laughs> I didn't realize I did this. This is what I have on my watch list. An Al Horford 60K. That's the only thing on there right now. A man of the people. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And that's a response to Ryan B saying, we'll talk with Mike and Mike right now. Um, all right. Hold on. What's your, what's your handle? MBL what? Two, six, seven. Yes. All right, here we go. Don't you remember seeing the back of uh, my jersey when I blew by? <laughs> when you blew by me. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Oh, we got Lisa Leslie. Uh, the Vince man, that Vince Carter being sub four hundred is bonkers. What kind of order is this? This is not the order I put it in. What, what uh, newest list in the top right here? Uh, wait, what's this? I don't know. Oh, oh no. I don't like this. That's no, I don't like that either. <laughs> what? Let's go. Um, newest listings, oldest listings. Yeah, so it's just the normal stuff. I don't know. How do you right. want me to sort this? High to low? I don't know. High to it's low. Just, this is. This seems very uncomfortable. This current mix. 
Ooh, KD. And we and I'm seeing. Do you don't do you own a KD run it back? Yeah. Okay. All right. I need it to show me like the numbers of the these ones that you own. I don't know if it'll show. I, I, let me see on my if it shows on my end. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know I'll, if that's good for the stream. People will get upset. <laughs> no, no, I love it. I love. Who cares? Um, I was just gonna ask. I saw Jared Culver on there. Are you are you going after the rookie debuts right now? I thought about it with my thesis being. If you have it, I feel like they're going to have to airdrop you one of those rookie legendary packs. Well, so that's what I was wondering, right? And I've been having this conversation. Do they do that even though it's a rare pack, though? Right? Those are rare moments, not legendary. <laughs> My version does show how many I have if we want to do that. Oh, so yes. I, let's share your screen. Can, can let's we, share your screen. Can we shut down the comments or no? <laughs> <laughs> no, let's share your screen. We're going to be a terrible here. idea. Everyone's going to be kind except for Poker Pro Eric, probably. I love Poker Pro Eric. No, I do too. I do too. Yeah. Poker, Poker Pro Eric, who had to have quit his job just to have the availability to be in every stream. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, here we go. It's live here. I have one Lisa Leslie. Okay. I have zero Lamella Ball, four Badgers. So that answers the question earlier about the Series 2 Top Shot debut rookie maxi. So I'm not a maxi during that season. I might have one of these like in three years from now when everyone forgets about this okay. moment. Vince Carter, I have a few don't have have a lot of those kind of is that a lot i guess it's a lot yeah yeah i think so that's okay none kind none of a of lot it. kind of a lot this is an absurd number <laughs> wait what's that yeah what is the jaw number right now at which one the uh the the debut 150 <laughs> that's it huh only 150 <laughs> debuts huh <laughs> I, whatever, man. Like, what a great bet on that. What a great bet on uh, job being good at basketball. <laughs> uh, then Embiid, four. I'd like to have more Embiids. Yeah, only four Embiids, all right. Three of these blocks. This, so this actually moment, this is what pisses me off about collector score and the current makeup of it. Yeah. This is but, like an interesting place. LeBron series one, there's only a thousand of them. It's his only block or I think defensive play at all in series one. It's a championship badge. And yet it's priced the exact same as his way shittier series one base, which has 3,113 because they're the same like utility. Right, right. And it's the same score. You're right. That doesn't make sense. So that upsets me. Barrett. What? How many RJs are you sitting on right there? 14. 14. Not enough. These have been a disaster. I do not understand why these are as cheap as they are. It's literally Shaq in his Top Shot debut, but my I, day will come on that. I, th this is where if I get money, I like I, I go to this, the AI, and the Wade today. That's I remember what you came on. I don't know if it was the day we did the seven-hour stream, like the first day of basketball this year, but you, uh, Jack, and Pete came on, and I asked you that question about like comparing those run-it-backs with, I think it was like a John Zion, and I was like, rank them. And I think those moments were all around $2,000 then. It's crazy. It's crazy that those have come down. Yeah. Oh, I need to tell you too. I, I did my best uh, you impression where over the course of like the last four months, I accumulated 35 DeJounte Murray Top Shot debuts and I unloaded them all or I unloaded like 28 of them because he was in the most recent Josh Giddy challenge. Uh, nice. But You're I did. I felt monetize it uh yeah and then well i turned that in the and then there were four and then the and then there were four set that's what i'm nice. doing 
Uh, Angel Ruiz says, sorry for asking, but who is this guy? I'm new here. Uh, this is the first and only time anyone in the top shot street needed, uh, Mike Zakarian to introduce MBL, <laughs> MBL, um, founder, founder of floaty, uh, co-host of club top shot, uh, man of the people, you know, everyone knows MBL. If you're not following MBL, you should be. I appreciate it. Um, okay, continuing down this terrible idea. I'm sorry, I, I, I can feel the chat getting angrier. No, the no, I think it's been mostly. Uh, Kong said he said my penis shriveled up a little when I heard 150. Why? <laughs> that's that should go in the other direction now. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I, I'm fascinated though by the ones that you have less than like three of. You know what I mean? I, like, I went very, very top heavy. Yeah. But like for the watch list, the ones that you like don't have a lot of that you're like, okay, I need more exposure. Like the Embiid you said. Um, Jokic. Jokic, Jokic, what do you have, four? Three. Three. What's that price at, right? This is 865? Yeah. Like the, I, don't, I, I, I don't, I can't say I understand this. I, I like, I know like everyone likes Luca more. And like, yeah. obviously you can see my bags are aligned with Luca doing better. Right. But I can't say I understand why Jokic. I, th I think I view this as Jokic being low, not Luca being high. Right, right. No, I agree with you. I think yeah. Luca, Luca should. I mean, Luca, um, Jokic should probably be double where he's at right now. Yeah. Um, wow. You know what I love though? I think, and this is like, I don't know how to explain this, but what I love is that a lot of the stuff that's on your watch list are the stuff that you have. This is the stuff that like I think will stand the test of time. Like a lot of the new stuff just yeah. like doesn't do it for me, to be honest. But no, but I think that's like I I don't know. I think that's a, a lesson for everybody in the uh conviction, you know? Like mm. have a take. Yeah, don't, like, well, you don't have to be married to it, but like have a take and then follow it. Yeah. Um obviously went hard on LeBron. Mm-hmm. It is kind of fun though to see like LeBron, Ja, Luca, and then like Kendrick Nunn. <laughs> that, this is part of the rookie debut set. Thing. No, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, but this is good. I like this. This is like, and I think everyone assumes that your bags are packed, right? So they're like, oh, he's not really still paying attention. Still, not that you're not paying attention, but still like looking or active. And like clearly, the, I'm the watch list has been. What tipped. I think people forget about is like. I mean, obviously, like LeBron debut, but a thousand is a tiny, 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 tiny number. Mm -hmm. Like that's nothing. I know. Like, I don't know. People, yeah, people like. I, don't know. I mean, that's why I I bought a Kyrie debut today. I don't like Kyrie. I'm a Celtics fan. I hate Kyrie. But I was like, there's only a thousand of them. There's a chance the Nets go on a run right now, and then all of a sudden, if the Nets win a title this year, so Kyrie's a two-time NBA champion who like an incredible story. And I'm like, there's only a thousand of this guy of his first moment on the site. I'm like, yeah, I think I got to go get it. Yeah. I'm a big, I have a lot of that one also, the Kyrie one. I, yeah. So another thing I did early on, in addition to like just studs is I, I went pretty hard on the thousand edition size ones because I viewed those as like the series one bottleneck. Basically like mm -hmm. I was chasing bottlenecks before it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then yeah, LeBron. So I got, I have like obviously a lot of the Luca. Mm-hmm. I have, I'm, I'm with you on the Zion. Yeah. I, I had it early and then got off it and then, and then got it back this week. I just figured that's supposed to be like, that will be right where Jaws price will be. Maybe not. It could get there. Because Jaws, 
Ja's been incredible this year, but that should be double what it is if he's playing. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's, it's good. Um, what else? Steph three. How many Steph threes are we sitting on right there? <laughs> one hundred and eleven. Not enough, dude. Not so enough. these actually a good chunk of these probably like. 20 of these I bought like well above where it is now. Yeah. I think I I bought mine. So this is another one that's kind of like annoying because it's not a badge mm -hmm. and just like a, a common, it's it the price comes down because it's like we probably won't get like flash benefits from this or right. it's not meaningful. Whereas I look at it, I'm like, this is Curry's first three on Top Shot. If we like view Top Shot as a meaningful platform and Curry is like known for his threes and like people like series one. Nice asset. So I like I liked this a lot, and I think this is like a collectible concept. It's like it's very easy to explain to someone. It's his first three. Yep, it makes so much sense. Yeah, it makes so much sense. Yeah, I bought that like triple what it is right now. I think. Um, and then this is the AI and Wade we've talked about. So these I keep my eyes on. If, if I were to, if I like had a thousand dollars airdropped, I'd probably buy a Wade Iverson or Shaq right now. Yeah. Well, okay. This is gonna. This will be my last question too, because I was like, "Yeah, we'll probably go an hour." There's no way we go two hours. <laughs> Here we are creeping up on it. My last question, though, if you were like joining right now, or if you are someone who, let's say, balling on a budget, how would you be? How would you be like attacking this space right now? So, it it depends if you want to be hands or not, hands on or not. If you want to be hands on, mm -hmm. the best play is probably to like look at what dapper has rewarded recently and by everything else because it's like then it's what dapper rewards next sell into the pump make sure you're off of that what dapper rewards next because like they're clearly like i don't know if they've got like a whiteboard i'm like picturing charlie from uh from always sunday they've got like a whiteboard <laughs> saying okay like you know we just hit cool cats assist like done they're not going to come back to that well anytime right, soon. right like, then the gift then whatever else they're clearly doing that right now which i don't like but like, if you were, if you want to be very hands on playing like short term movements, that's what I would say. Like, try and think what's going to be next. Mm -hmm. Bet accordingly. Like obviously, in the lead up to the All Star game, it seemed like they were going to do more for honestly the All Stars than they ended up doing. Like, that's what I would have advised at the time. It would have been poor advice because they didn't end up doing that much. Right. But like that's how I would be thinking about. Like in the lead up to the playoffs, maybe get last year's playoffs set. Maybe get Series One Eastern Conference Finals or Western Conference Finals. Mm -hmm. Something that like first round things that are like clearly going to be the focus of the playoffs in general or like badge moments will clearly yeah. come into play at some point in the finals like try and think about what's going to be the next step and then um and, and then play around that if i were to just say i want to buy stuff and like not pay attention probably honestly like a lot of what's on this watch list this is like stuff that i think as top shot grows which it hopefully does like uh, like and obviously this requires a lot of capital but like a luca top shot debut or like a Jokic top shot debut, or like a Shaq top. There's zero risk with Shaq. Yeah, zero risk outside of him doing something like outside of him getting canceled. Effectively, his right, career right. is done. He's if anything, his like celebrity is growing because he's hilarious on TNT's <laughs> show. And so it's like, what's going to go wrong here? There's 990 of his top shot debut. That is way fewer than there are of like Luca's top shot debut. So like, like this doesn't make sense to me. Why is Luca's top shot debut, which has 1,431 here plus like MGLE plus everything else. It's probably around 1,750. Yeah. It's because debuts. it's wrong, it's but it's because it's because they released so many Shaq moments at the same time. I mean, that's like, what ended up happening. It's wrong. One of them's a debut. So that's right. My, that's, I totally agree. And so what I worry about then is, okay, Luca's valuable for like flash challenges. So therefore Shaq's like not that collectible. I don't know. 
Um, in physical cards, like I get the concept. If I pull like here, I have I'm, I'm here. I've shown this before. This is like some Larry Bird that I got out of like a one dollar pack. Oh, yeah. This is go. worth this is worth like I've used it as firewood, even though it's Larry Bird. But there because Larry Bird has cards from when he was an active player. So therefore right. the like throwbacks don't mean anything. But Shaq doesn't have top shot moments. Like I do value like top Shaq's top shot debut, even though it's like a little weird because it's after the fact no i agree though and it's got the batch and you uh, you gotta just believe long term that is gonna be the differentiator yeah um i just got kicked up to the top here hold on one sec no, do good. we want to keep like looking i don't know what else i have on this no we can we can wrap there we can wrap there especially too because my camera's starting to blink at me being like hey we're gonna shut off soon oh, okay okay <laughs> um but MBL man, dude, thanks for thanks for doing this. This has been a blast. It's it's always nice to have someone come on and, and talk top shot and and break it down. And I, I think you <clears throat> opened some eyes a little bit with Floaty. And I, I don't know. I think a lot of people have seen Floaty on Twitter and have seen like, oh, this is the thing MBL is working on without having seen like a breakdown of what that actually looks like. And I think I think people are gonna be into it. So if you uh if you watch today and it's something you're into, just check the show notes. We'll have all the information there. I'm also gonna share it in the Discord uh right after the show. So you can take a look at that. Um any final plugs? Do we need to plug Club to Club Top Shot after uh Pete's vacation? Are you guys back next week? Yeah, we're back next week. I think we're back next week. Um we we, we were off this week and yeah, come check us out at Club Top Shot. There's great merch. With it's a new logo on on Mike's sweatshirt. That's a new one. We all voted on it in our in our group chat. I realize like my beer, my UFO guava lamp, a hazy IPA matches. Yeah, the, it does. It's pretty incredible, huh? Is that an accident? Yeah, that was an accident. No Kelsey intervention. <laughs> yeah, Kelsey. No, Kelsey's not even. <laughs> yeah. <on>. yeah. <laughs> um, no, and the plug. Nothing to plug. Just a huge thank you for having me on and giving yeah. me the time to shill floaty. Yeah. To people and to flex my collection and talk through that without absolutely um and uh, a, a big shout out to the chat i thought great questions really appreciate everyone sticking with us for the happy hour here hopefully everyone's fire. drinking some beer so this was a good time and worthwhile listening to but always enjoy chatting with you mike would would, would love to come on and anytime you you uh want to have me and yeah let's do yeah. let's do it again and uh i know like I know you were like the first voice a lot of people heard when we were getting into it. So it's always cool to see like how you're still interacting with the platform. Cause I do think a lot of people are like, Oh, the whales, they don't, they don't understand anymore. They're, it's a different time, but like you're still active and still grinding away the flash challenges. And on a personal note too, a lot of people don't know this. Uh, you see MBL on stream. You're like, okay, I get it. I know who he is. MBL is a real one. He's been such a fun hang. And I swear, Anyone who meets you says the exact same thing. Everybody after they met you at the NFT All-Star game was like, man, that dude is an awesome hang. <laughs> like, it's just, it's <laughs> universal. People feel that way. Um, so I, I'm glad I was able to do that in real life. And I, you know what? This might be happening in Summer League. I feel like you guys are going to end up in Summer League. No? Okay, so I, I learned recently that I'm not going to be able to make it to Summer no! League. I'm going to be in Israel. My dad is a really good tennis player, and he is... Um, participating in the Maccabee Games, the Jewish Olympics, basically wow. for for the U.S. in the 65 and older tennis group. Wow. So I'm going right. to watch That's a good and it's That's overlapping a good with summer league, which is very sad. But like, I'm proud That's of my a, pops. Yeah, it's a good excuse. You do have yeah. to do that. You that's you can't miss that. Um, but we'll hang soon. Would love yeah. to do dinner again soon. Get some drinks. Absolutely, absolutely. We'll, we'll do it up. All right, man. Everybody, uh, everybody, go check out Floaty uh, again. I'll share that info in the Discord and on the show notes right after. Uh, but thanks again for for coming on, dude. It was great having you. And thanks for having me on. Appreciate yeah. the chat.
I hope everybody has a great weekend. We will see you on Monday. We out. Well, the top shot streets are